Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this Coach Saban Thursday, December 7th, 2023. This sports program starts now. Football! It's happening tonight. Week 14 of the NFL season kicks off in Woo. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the law. the law. That's happening tonight. Hopefully 10, 15 times, although the Steelers normally only do it once. We might need yeah. juice throughout the entirety. One half of the hammer. Cowboys tone digs diehard Steelers fan. Also, very prolific sports gambler. This is the lowest over under in how long tone digs? 93, I believe. 30 yep. years, the lowest total for an NFL game, especially one that is on prime time. Now, these two franchises, the one on the left here, the New England Patriots, yeah. the greatest dynasty in the history of the NFL is currently ending right in front of our eyes over the last few years. But they have six Lombardi trophies up wow. there. Damn right. Going into Pittsburgh uh-huh. to take on the Steelers, who are a proud franchise, a storied franchise. But is this the last year of an era that we've known for almost two decades? Who knows? We shall see. They also have six Lombardis, Ooh. the most in the NFL tonight. The two franchises who have climbed the mountaintop the most will battle in what will surely be a boring abysmal football game that we need to just expect and respect and love when it comes on prime i know kirk herbstreit's ready oh yeah i know al michaels is going to be jacked i know kaylee hardtongue is going to get to the bottom of all the stories and i know that kickoff panel is going to have the greatest Mm -hmm. show in the history tonight we're in for some greatness and let's enjoy every moment of it the toxic table is here at boston connor and at ty schmidt con man got the lion on your chest king of the jungle is that because the six lombardiers or is that because tonight bill belichick is going to go swing his big hand in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think it's more so the Lombardis. You know the history of it. I also wanted to wear this on a day not after a loss. And if I wanted to do that, it had to be today. Couldn't be Monday. Couldn't be Friday because that loss will still be kind of dragging along with me. But you started with Renegade. And, you know, this is a Lombardi Bowl, but I got another idea. Yes, I love ideas. Okay, how about we put up Renegade versus Shipping Up to Boston? Winner takes both songs. Wow. How about that? How about we get shipping Renegade? Shipping Up to Boston. Oh, yeah, that? but nobody wants that stupid that's song. That's not uh, true. That's not true. That's not true, Tony. I was doing uh, WWE uh, stuff. Yes, sir. And I had a promo. Mm-hmm. I think it was on SmackDown. It might have been during the Austin Theory run before WrestleMania. And I had a promo. They were like, uh, all right, tonight you got a promo, like three, four minutes, whatever. Yeah. I was like... Okay, sweet. They're like, what are you going to say? Well, immediately I'm going out there and I'm going to do the, we're shipping up to Boston. <laughs> and I was like, Connor, they'll go with me, right? And like, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're like, can't do that uh, because we'll get sued. Uh, I'm like, it's not going to sound like the real, ver- I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, right. I'm not gonna be able, and they're not going to be able, they're like, no, you got to do it. I think that's actually one of the greatest songs yes. for a city to have. Now, doesn't work anywhere else. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, it's right there in, uh, we're shipping up to Pittsburgh. Yeah, there you they go. need like Butch Bechtold. Yeah. yeah. Or Pittsburgh. Sorry, or First Don guy. Yeah, that song does nothing for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I agree. You can change the lyrics. Change the lyrics to shipping up to Pittsburgh. Or if you want to keep Boston, you can just say, hey, we're shipping up to Boston because we own that city now since we beat them in the Lombardi Bowl, Head Coach Bowl, uh, Song Bowl. Over the last couple of days, we have tried to build this game up. Yes, yeah, big time. Have okay? to. Just because we're football fans. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Week 14 already, boys. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, so I every one of these primetime games we enjoy. Absolutely. And every one of these Thursdays, we get to hang out with this man. We need to make the most of. 36 years as a football coach, 18 in college, 18 in the NFL, wearing a sick flannel, uh, flannel yeah. today. Woo. Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Pagano. Sick flannel. Great swag. You look good today. Yeah. Just picked this up. Yeah. So, so It looks so soft. Where? I mean, anything you put on looks clean because you know you got that. The Pison juices flowing, mm-hmm. radiating out from you. Speaking of, you're eight three and one now on these Thursday night football against the spread. Lost last week. That's going to happen. Tough. Okay, eight three and one. Don't love what took place with the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, doing their thing with the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys get a win. But whenever you think about tonight's game, Chuck, and I know you do a lot of research into these, so you can become eight three and one this mm-hmm. season, and we appreciate the hell out of it. The, everything we're saying is tonight's going to suck. Uh, is that how you see this thing going as a much smarter football person than all of us? A lot of, if you're a defensive person, like I am, you'll enjoy this game. There's going to be a lot of good defense played. Nice. And what does that mean? Just like uh, three and outs, things like that? Just it's well, being able look, to at, guess? look at New England, okay. right? Uh, Con man, 0-3, oh all right? They've held their last three opponents to 10 points or less. Boom. Like you don't lose in the National Football League ever. If you hold somebody first under time 10 in the history points. of the NFL, actually, yeah. like yeah. our goal when we put the goals up as as a defense, seventeen points is is the number. Hold them under seventeen, you're going to win a shit ton of games. Well, and on the offense side, the score twenty. That's okay. it. Bingo. That's the, the and Bingo. Automatically, you're you're winning you're games winning, yeah. by right three, too, depending upon what spread is. You're covering if it's less than three. That's the goals. But for this New England defense, are they as good as they've always been? Is that what's being lost in this entire story? And is this why people are saying, like, Bill Belichick's still a great coach because of how dominant his defense has been? Is that what people are thinking? Yeah, they're they're really good. And, and if you ask people, uh, you walked up, somebody on the street and said, can you name some of the dudes, you know, that play defense for Bill Belichick right now on, on that side of the – I don't know if I can ask you guys if you Lawrence guys can guy. Yeah, yeah, he's been around forever. Barmore. Right? Guy. Barmore's a dog. Yep. He's a, back, he's a backup, right? Mm-hmm. He's a backup. He's a Why dog. is Wise hurt? Dietrich? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think they so. didn't know that, by the way, Connor. Duggar? If you didn't know any of these people, we'd be in big yeah. trouble. J.C. Jackson's, sure. Jackson's back. Duggar's in the back, back end playing safety. He's a good player. Um, Bentley. Bentley's, Bentley's a stud. Bill still can D you up. All right, whatever you do well, Multiple like Pittsburgh, ways. they're going to go in there and say, okay, here, here's the game records, right? Bingo. Oh, Bingo. Yeah. The, the, D you down, Chuck. D your ass down, There's not going to be a lot of, does. Lot of game records. Ring camera. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get that D deep in you. Yeah, he's like, he, still, he can D down. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. yeah he can. So, Peppers, you're forgetting, too, which he was the one that came out and said, you know, you're lucky we're ass and. NFL films, by the way. Lighten that out. That's such <laughs> bullshit. I, I'm not, I, I understand that is. the Patriots Was that them or the team? Bad. Was that them or the team? NFL, I'm blaming NFL films no matter Why what. would you put that out on a poor kid? It exactly. Is, it's horse shit. Like, the, I, I get the Patriots are bad, and it is funny for a lot of the lead to watch, and I can even accept that. I agree that. with you. Don't be releasing that shit. It's actually bullshit. That we'll NFL say, film. he's not the first person that's ever said that, by the way. No. <laughs> There's been a lot of conversations after the game, like, yeah. 
we ain't got this shit figured out. Exactly. Yeah, like there's a lot of times. Coach where, is probably walking out of that house with no shirt on up there thinking the same thing. They just told whoever, hey, we're out. Hey, Peppers, it's ridiculous. You, Peppers, you're right. Yeah, but you're right. That is. It is like actually did huh. piss me off. I was laying in bed last night thinking about it, and I was like, why wasn't I more pissed about that? So today. And we haven't really brought it up. We, yeah. We, I think because we think it's such bullshit, we yeah, haven't brought correct. it up on this particular program. Yeah. You're actually the first time to bring it up. But now that we are having a conversation about it, that was malarkey. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Bullshit. Like genuinely bold. And you saying that too, like, hey, that happens all the time, and they're just deciding to let this one out. Like, it's it's actually bullshit. And NFL films can go to hell. Here's the all right. Okay. We don't know if it was NFL films. We don't know if it was the team. Maybe that let this one out. Just maybe, my opinion. Maybe the, the giant social media let this one Could out. We're not 100 percent sure. Here's the video that Con Man's talking about: Peppers and Saquon Barkley embracing each other after the game. The Giants defeat the Patriots 10 to 7. Look at the Giants. So that's the team we got on Thursday Night Football. That's yeah, right. Coach. In, that, in that bottom left graphic, that's NFL films. That, that's not anything else. That's in all of their things after the game. I, I don't mean, know. We maybe. don't know. I'm, tell, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that. Might no, be they, right. They are, it, it is. After the games, when they do this stuff, that is the graphic that they use for every team. What if NFL films like. You know, we haven't really reminded people that we have the power to do whatever we want. Yeah, could sure. be. And this was just a little little bit of a reminder out there. But what Pepper says uh, there to Saquon Barkley is something we all heard and we all immediately looked at this Thursday night football game. Peppers and the boys on defense side are good. Pittsburgh, defensive side, very yep. good. Obviously, we all know TJ. What? We talked to his brother every single week, and that's been awesome. Yeah. JJ has been yeah. awesome so on good. this particular program. On CBS on Sunday, he's good, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's oh, good, yeah. too. Two different operations, yeah. but he's great on this particular show. Tomlin still got that defense humming, too, as well, right? Yeah. Terrell Austin's a D coordinator. He does a great job over there. You mentioned TJ Highsmith on the other side. He's got six and a half sacks. I think TJ's got 14. You guys talked at nauseum about how he got a half sack taken away yesterday with brother. Right. He was JJ. not happy. Did you know no, that? No, none of those Russian guys that sack the quarterback get happy about that. Yeah, did you know about That's the a process? real deal. Like when you go, you send the pills in and they come back and say, I didn't get what? And then you write the deal and you, yeah, it's, it's. Write the deal. You remember how, you remember how. <laughs> Darius, just, deal. Darius just said uh, that Robert Mathis on like Thursday mm-hmm. after games would still be like mm-hmm. half, half sack. Bull. Yeah, they'd come in. Hey, coach, we got to yeah, – absolutely. Conte, get down here, boom, write it up. Excuse me. Um, yeah. That's a big deal. Yes. It's, it's big, hard to get to 19 and a half sacks. Legacies. So yeah. you got to have – so to get that, I mean – That's literally all you're judged upon, you know? Yep. Like game – Jadavion Clowney, remember, for years. How many sacks – that's all anybody cared mm-hmm. about. Yeah. This guy's a bust. How many sacks? But he was still playing nine years in on different teams getting paid, not because of the sacks, but because he was just disrupting the entire game. If you're a pass rusher, a quarterback tackler, you are only going to be judged on the number of sacks that you have. That is going to be the conversation whenever you go in, maybe into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. whenever you maybe get inducted into the Ring of Honor at your place, when you maybe get remembered in the Yeah, they're not world. talking about, boy, he was a great head setter. No. Boy, he'd Eric Walden, for instance. Ewall. Dude. Remember the Cobra? Love Ewall. So Ewall is a guy who was a defensive end, mm-hmm. outside linebacker, but nobody talks about him. No. You know why? Because he didn't just get to the quarterback every play. Instead, he was taking on tackles mm-hmm. with his head, just <laughs> yeah. setting the, the Cobra, edge. The Cobra strike. With KG. Uh, yeah. That's from, uh, I think, yeah, uh, Packers, yeah, Kevin Green. Yeah, he, oh, man. With A.J. Hawk, because that's where Eric Walden came from. Killing people. The wrong on Cobra strike. 
killing people. Eric Walden did that to a ref one. Yeah. Ooh. That ref got way too close. Yeah. I will say that ref that, got way but, too close. Yeah. But you're that talking, guy liked to put his hands on you, too. He bro, shouldn't have done that. He was who, the ref? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He got a little handsy. <laughs> Some dog. of these refs get a little bit handsy. There's a, uh, uh, what's the one that's straight back, the spot back ball? Judge. Back judge. There's one in the NFL, and you'll see them if you look for it. A lot of ass. Uh, squeezing and slapping. A lot of, a lot of grabbing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of this. I'm watching the game. I'm like, that guy's real friendly with that guy. And then, like, the next snap, I'm like, all right, now I might have some edibles in me. I got something to, to see here. And all of a sudden, it's a different guy doing a lot of – I'm like, this guy's real handsy. What's going on here? This guy's incredibly handsy here. I think we need a little bit of an investigation, but you're right. With Ewald, though, let's get back to that. Uh, they got a little close. should never touch a ref. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope. Tough job. Can't do that. Obviously not cool. Ewald had to apologize and did feel bad immediately after because he got kicked out. But he's like one of my favorite teammates of all time, a guy that I would certainly love to have on any team that I was creating. But he'll never go down into any ring of honors. He'll never go into no. any Hall of Fame. No. He'll never do any of that because of the number of sacks that he did not have. He's in our Hall of Fame. But, but for our team, not, yeah, he yeah. was. He's in ours. He was. He was great teammate, great human, priceless. Tough. Oh my god, hilarious human being, unbelievable. Like, when I have, so whenever they're taking sacks away from guys, it's like you're actually taken away from their legacy. Like you are fighting openly against them accomplishing something. So whenever it was framed that TJ was like, Dan Fell's got something against me, they're like, this is the holding calls. Mm-hmm. And they're like, TJ, get over it. Everybody gets held. TJ was like, this ain't, hey, JJ, will you please uh-huh. tell This ain't yeah. about holding calls. This is about them. And I guess the year where he was going to get a record, they took a half away from yep. him yeah. as well. That Ravens, they still the Ravens understand. game, yeah, it was Ooh. absurd. Whoa. TJ, he's an actual, you look at him. He's a primate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you see him, his head is that of one you've seen at a zoo. Mm-hmm. And his. Oh, yeah. The neck. The, yeah, the veins in his neck. The way he, he is yeah. put together. And then the. the Athletic kick. He's a baboon. Oh, yes. yeah. TJ Watt is. Absolutely. He, he, he is. Do you think he walks in the building like on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right. that same look on his face? Yeah. I would like, assume, especially if the, if the NFL keeps screwing him. Here he is talking about this whole thing, and maybe tonight he won't get screwed by the NFL. I don't know. The NFL has something going against me, so I don't want to talk any more negatively towards them. I don't know what I did, but I'll leave it at that. That was him letting the NFL know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm up to your shit. I'm on to you. Okay. I, I had to remain quiet. Through this entire thing. Guess who's got a red dot on him tonight? By the refs? Oh, no. Oh, no. Come well, on. Chuck. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter, Chuck. Chuck. Don't worry. Belichick is not going to let T.J. Watt do anything. It's, uh, funny you say that. You know, Bill Belichick, whenever he does these press conferences before games, he basically lets you know who on the other team he respects. Yep. Yeah. And the way he lets you know that is if a question is asked from the media who he is normally short and bitter with, Mm -hmm. he will utilize it as a platform to explain why he has respect for the person that you just asked about. This is a a two-and-a-half-minute clip that we cut down to 45 seconds, but here's Bill Belichick talking about T.J. He's an instinctive player. He's very quick off the ball. He has a good edge pass rush. He's got really good lower body strength and balance. Um, he, He does a very good job of close into the quarterback and rarely gets knocked off balance. He might get hit, but he's able to play through contact and stay on his track. Um, He really does a good job of condensing the pocket. Even when he doesn't hit the quarterback, he 
he forces the quarterback into a smaller space that you see. Mm-hmm. helps everybody yeah. else who's rushing, uh, High Smith or whoever the other edge player is. And he would go on for another two minutes of just those things, <laughs> yeah. all accolades basically that are positive uh, for a pass rusher. Now we've been around the NFL a while. TJ's been around the NFL a while. What he just heard is, oh, I'm getting triple teamed by Bill Belichick yep. tonight, right? That yep. is pretty much what he just absolutely. heard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what Bill, how Bill will handle that. But you can only, I mean, you can put one guy because they have another guy. Like if you're in Detroit and you're Hutch, Hutchinson, you got no shot. You, you go into that game and it's doubles and triples because they got nobody else that can rush the passer. So they get, at least they got Highsmith. They got Award, you know, inside. They got some other dudes. You know, Terrell will bring some, some blitz to free him up, get some singles. But, yeah, they, for the most part, if it's four-man rush, he's going to have a tight end over there. He's going to have a back setting over there chipping him. Yep. So, like, whenever we were going up to play him and Bill Belichick did, like, a minute and a half on T.Y. Hilton, mm-hmm. it was, like, a cool thing. But then it was also, like... How many catches? Someone else got to come on. Yeah. T, yeah. T, you got no shot. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you, like, no chance. Anytime he would compliment somebody, it's almost like a signal, like, yeah, we respect you. And mm-hmm. what that means is, yeah, you're doing nothing. Yeah. And that was basically what happened. T.Y. had three He had three humans looking at him on every single play. Yeah. And that was a like a torch being passed from Reggie mm-hmm. to T.Y. Because Reggie was getting that treatment. And before Reggie, Marvin was getting that treatment. So then it was like almost how it went. And the way the Colts and the Patriots used to play every single year. I was very lucky to see a lot of the operation, how everything goes. But you would literally see it in the first drive. You'd see T.Y., then you see a corner on him, then you see a safety, like, literally just shade, mm-hmm. shade it over, and then even an inside or an outside linebacker would just be, like, staring at him while the ball's being snapped. It's like, T.Y., I don't think, knew that immediately that it was over, but it's almost a sign of respect. Yeah. It's like a passing of the torch. And if you have a big game against New England, uh, the New England Patriots, after already knowing that you're supposed to have or you're supposed to be the guy, it's, like, massive sign of respect. But Bill takes everybody away. Why didn't everybody do that? Yeah, I mean, people try. <laughs> yeah, they do. People try. Like, you know, I don't, you know, Washington last week, I'm sure it was in their plan. Like, th- this guy. Well, I don't, I don't think know. So. Probably it was. Not. I don't know, dude. They, know they, they are a but, but bad outfit. I saw yeah. it yesterday, but like the post safety, were you not in the meetings this week? No, Ron Rivera thought Tyreek Hill played for the Chiefs. <laughs> he just found out. Yeah. He was so pumped for Tyreek. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. in Miami now. Okay. Poor, no, for you. No poor taxes. Kendall, poor Kendall Fuller. Kendall I Fuller. Mean. How about Josh Harrison? Yeah. yeah. Magic Johnson being like, well, we got to rebuild. Can we, how? That's the only – I don't know football that well, Josh Harrison, but I know that one down there. <laughs> so, like, if you're, if you're George Pickens, like, he's their guy. I know Deontay Johnson, Friar Muth, whatever, but George is not – he's going to have to work his, his tail off, right? Yes. He, otherwise, he's he's not gonna he's gonna be frustrated. It's gonna happen early. It's gonna happen often. He's not getting any balls tonight. Joining us now is a man who might know a little bit more mm-hmm. about this because he's been in the building three times. Super Bowl champion, pies on hero, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Lombardi. Hey! How are we doing? Lombo, how are we doing, guys? We were just uh, chit-chatting about football done right, you know, and uh, basically who we were talking about was Bill Belichick. And as soon as, yeah. we, as soon as we heard him go on a two-and-a-half-minute rant about T.J. Watt and then later go on another two-and-a-half-minute rant whenever he was asked about again at the end, it's like throughout history here of Bill Belichick, whenever he does that, that normally means, hey, pal, I got a lot of respect for you, but also – yeah, your life's going to suck against us. Is that just kind yeah. of stat, uh, status quo up there for Bill Belichick, you think, Lombo? Yeah, no question. I mean, if you're going to beat the Steelers and they got to beat somebody, you got to take T.J. Watt out of the game. I think one thing you look for tonight, when T.J. Watt's not in the game, 
they will try to throw the ball down the field. You know, when you played against us with Freeney, whenever Freeney wasn't in the game, that's when you took your shots because you knew Freeney was on the sideline, and that's when you went no huddle to keep him over there. So if, you, if you're going to play against a great rusher, you got to chip them. you got to do everything you can. you got to make them tired, all those things. But these guys are in great shape. You can't make them tired. I mean, Max Crosby looks like he never gets tired. So when they're not in the game or if they're somewhere, you got to figure out a plan for them. I mean, look, every game is about, for Belichick, it's about point of emphasis. Like, what do we have to do to win the game? What do we have to avoid to lose? Now, they haven't done a very good job of that this year, but defensively they played pretty well. I mean, the last four weeks, five weeks that they've given up, I think, 76 points, they just can't score anything. Yeah, they stink offensively, there, which makes them tough to watch. But here we are, mm-hmm. Thursday night, playing against another team that has similar uh, kind of optical problems. Yep. Now, yeah. uh, Dwight Freeney mentioned, I appreciate you bringing him up. He's running the College Football Hall of Fame this weekend. Let's go, Dwight. Hey, Dwight. Congrats, Dwight. He needs to go into the NFL Hall of Fame mm-hmm. as well. Hey, Mike Chappell, yes. let's uh, – Figure out how to be. I'll better. help Mike Chapel on that. I'll help Mike Chapel. See, Freeney's a guy okay. that qualifies for the Hall of Fame. Here's why: because on Tuesday, ask Chuck. All you talk about, all the offensive coaches talk about, is how are we going to block Freeney? How are we going to block Freeney? When you got a Tuesday player, right? A Tuesday player, meaning you're in a game plan, and you got a plan for that guy specifically. And it's every single week that guy qualifies for a Hall of Fame. And if he has longevity, he's getting in the Hall of Fame. You guys mentioned before I came on, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's a Tuesday player. Like, you spend all day Tuesday trying to figure out how the hell are we going to take him out of the game. In the four games he hasn't had 100 yards so far this year, they're one in three. Right? The only game that he didn't have 100 yards in was the opener against the second game against New England, and they won that game. So you plan for Hill. Now, I agree with you. I'm not sure what Washington was doing in their game plan meetings. I don't know if they knew what jersey number he had. Maybe they thought he was on the Chiefs. I don't know. But that's what you do. And those guys go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree. And Freeney, I think, on our show told us, like, the chip was basically created by New England yeah. to ruin my life. Like, that's kind of how the whole thing <laughs> – is that accurate? Do you do, – do you... I, 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 I'm pretty sure the chip – well, you know, remember – Great pass rushers create different blocking schemes, right? No, when Lawrence Taylor played, running backs blocked linebackers because that's what he was. It was back on back, back on backer. And so they had Bill Walsh develop the molly block, which was pull the guard out to block him. And then that tried to help slow down Lawrence Taylor, which nothing could do. But the chip and all that came in because you've got to get five into a route but you also want to protect the quarterback. And so that's where the chip came into play in the NFL. So if you're getting prepared for on Tuesdays and they're changing blocking strategies for you, you deserve to go in Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Hey, Freeney, go, go in Hall of Fame, Freeney. Okay, hey, who, I, I, I vote for him. He belong, Mike Chappell's got to get on it. I mean, the, the, uh, it's like he's got a Charles long jam, Haley jam, wait, this guy. Char, Charles Haley waiting for like three times to get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Charles Haley was disruptive. You, you just basically – you, you had a block. It was hard to block him. Those guys, they, as Al Davis would say, they tilt the field. I like a good impersonation. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I absolutely love that. Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Lombo, biggest game of the weekend was the Niners and the Eagles. And in the first quarter, it looked like, oh, okay, Philly kind of knows what they're doing here. They're getting four-man pressure. Maybe they do shut down the Niners. And then after that, it was just a 49ers shit show all over the Eagles. Should we be worried about them? And how big is it that they're getting Shaq Leonard in the building to help with that linebacking core, do you think? 
Well, they need somebody in the building. You know, the first nine games of the season, they gave up about 68 yards rushing defensively. The last three games, they've given up 162 yards rushing. So their defensive front, their linebackers haven't played well. But the one thing about great coaches, and Chuck can verify this, whenever you watch the tape of the game, you get you get a sense of what that coach thought of that team. And Kyle Shanahan, really, when you study that tape, he was very eager to throw the ball. He was not formationing to run. He was formationing to throw. He wanted to attack the Eagles. He knew he had an advantage that the Eagles couldn't tackle. The Eagles are one of the poorest tackling teams in the secondary in football. He went after them, and he repeated plays and basically said to the Eagles, see if you could stop it. Go ahead. Try. You're not going to. And he was very aggressive with his passing game play calls, with his passing game play calls, because he felt like he had a huge advantage in that game, and he did. And for me, it also told me that he really trusts Purdy. And once he got control of the front, remember, the Eagles had 70 sacks last year. 60 came from the defensive line. They only have 32 sacks this year. 29 have come from the defensive line. So if they can't get there with four, they're going to get exploited, and that's what's happened. They don't tackle well. They can't really cover well enough. And if their front doesn't dominate the game, they take over. And I thought Kyle showed everybody that. Is that fixable, Lombo? Like, are we going to look back on this loss to the Niners three weeks from now and be like, hey, remember the Eagles got their asses beat against the Niners, and then that's when it changed? Or are we worried for them going forward? Well, you're worried about whenever they play a good front. Like Dallas, they got pressure on Dak. If you go back and watch that tape, Dallas, uh, Dak was under pressure. Steele struggled to block Riddick. And so it's always about the matchups. Can they block the four-man pressure? That's what they need to do. Dallas in the last two games against Philadelphia has moved for over 400 yards. Now, McCarthy was very aggressive in his play calling in the first game against Philadelphia. He went for it on fourth down, which typically Mike's more conservative. But I think Mike really feels like his skill players are better than the Eagles' coverage players. Okay. The key to them winning, the key to them winning is going to be can they protect Dak? Dak was under a lot of pressure. Remember, he scrambled quite a bit in that game. And when they had the ball first and go first and five at the six, Steele broke down and Riddick got the sack. That really pushed him out. That's what cost them the game. So I think when you watch it this week, if they control the front, they'll put yards on. They'll put points on. The other thing is Dallas gives up yards too, right? So Philly's going to move the ball well. Last time they played down there, Gardner Minshew put like 30.31 on them, I think. Feels like you like the Eagles here, huh? I think the line is interesting. It's three and a half. It's telling you something, right? There's a lot of money that came in earlier in the week on the Cowboys, and it seems like everybody that they're keeping it at three and a half. They're giving you the hook, which is tempting, right? You want to take it. And that's what worries you a little bit. To me, the books aren't stupid. When they put that out there, there's a reason. Dallas is really playing at home if their front can get there. Remember, the Eagles haven't been able to run the ball as effectively as they did last year. I mean, they averaged 4.6 yards a carry last year. They're down to 4.1 this year. They, and the other thing what happens to them is, Pat, they don't, get, they don't get in front of the game. They don't play from in front like they did last year. Last year, they scored 206 points in the second quarter. This year, they're deficit of 50 points in the second quarter. Mm. So it sounds like you are a little worried about the Eagles. Let's yeah. talk about another team, baby. Go ahead, Ty. Yeah. Look, they, they have a will of a champion, right? I mean, they are a tough – the quarterback's good. I don't uh, – you know, like they're not going to bench the quarterback. The quarterback's really good. They they have this fight to them. But the problem is a space game becomes problem. You know, I mean, they're going to have trouble covering. They have trouble covering. And 
I think Cowboys really have a good idea on how to attack them. And they're going to have to beat the Niners at some point if they want to go to where they want to go to. The NFC is top heavy. Now let's go to the other side. Go ahead, Ty. Yeah, Lombo, the other marquee game on Sunday, uh, Chiefs-Packers. Are we in the territory now where we should have some cause for concern with the Chiefs? Like It seems like in years past it's kind of always – hey, it doesn't matter they have Patrick Mahomes. When push comes to shove, they're going to put themselves in a position to win the game, and most of the time they do. But Sunday night, you know, their defense has been so good all year, and the Packers kind of just had their way with them and made them look pretty pedestrian, you know, especially early on those first two drives. Can can they turn things around with uh, kind of how wide open the AFC is right now? And then on the flip side, the Packers, I mean, obviously the NFC is very top-heavy, but with the rest of the NFC playoff picture kind of in flux, like, do you think they're in a position with how they've played over the last few weeks that they could you know, really kind of make a little run here as we uh, approach the playoffs? You know, I, I think the Packers, their offensive line, their pass protection was so good. I think that's what got them – ahead of the Chiefs, and Love's really improved his accuracy. And these skill players, Reed, Dobbs, Watson, have been really good. They're coming on. Musgrave was a good player until they had to put him on IR, the tight end. So I, I think this offense is starting to click and get their identity, and I think they're going to be a problem. I mean, they're playing Tommy DeVito this week back in New York on Monday night. They should win that game. I know Saquon Barkley can run the ball effectively, but De- DeVito has been sacked 20% of the times he's taken sacks this year. 20%. That's a lot. So they're going to be able to get ahead of the down and distance if they play them. For me, when I watch the Chiefs, they're 0-4 this year when their opponent scores more than 20 points. Mm. Straight up and against the spread. Oh. So, mm. you know, what, what you worry about them is they're not the same Chief offense. We keep thinking it's going to turn around, but it's not. And a lot of it is because so much is placed on Kelsey. Whether he's 100% or not, I don't know but he's down a full yard in yards per catch this year than he was last year, right? His target percentage is up, meaning he's getting more looks, mm. but he's not getting as many big plays as he once did. And a lot of that is reflective, A, he's 34 years old, and B, the other players around him haven't been able to help him. I think this is the one year we see the really the effect on Kelsey by not having Hill. Yeah, and the AFC, a lot of parity too. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It is a bananas conference. Chuck, go ahead, pal. Yeah, it seems like there's a bunch of six and six teams, seven and five, eight and threes. You know, we know Baltimore is going to get back on on the field this week. New after, England's after still a in bye. it, Chuck. New England's still well, in it. Mathematically, I think they're still. <laughs> no, in. They are, no, ask Con, ask Con, man, if he feels good about that. But Lombo, who's your? They don't want to be in it. They got to get a quarterback. They Amen. don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's a good there thing. Go. That's Amen. how Potter feels too. Yeah. Thank you, Lombo. More cash on Pitt tonight, then. Hey, so Lombo, who's your dark horse? You know, we just talked about you know Buffalo at six and six going into uh, Kansas City on, on Sunday. Do you have a dark horse, somebody that somebody should be really scared about making a making a run and making the playoffs? I, I mean, I think Shane Steichen's done a great job. In Hell yeah, seven and five. Hell I mean, they blocked yeah. two punts last week. They blocked two punts. Oh, their return so. game really helped them. Yeah. Their defense has really kind of let them down. They haven't been able to stop the run. I think their their schedule is very favorable for them when you look at it. Cleveland has a favorable schedule, but Cleveland's kind of like a two-faced team. They play really good defense at home. They don't play well on the road. Twenty-nine. To points me, I don't game. think you can rule out what. I don't think you can rule out Buffalo. They give up I, I twenty-nine points a who, game who, who, right who? on the road. Cleveland. Cleveland, right? Cleveland gives up thirty yeah. a game on the road. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're horrible on the road. They're horrible on the road. I mean, the Rams <laughs> went up and down the field on them, and, and I was on Cleveland in the game, and I mm. thought everybody says, "Well, how could you be on Joe Flacco?" 
That's the dumbest pick of all. Joe Flacco probably played the best quarterback yeah. the Browns have seen in two years. Bingo. I mean, seriously. I mean, he was better than There's Watson been a- has been. I mean, he was throwing it good. The problem was the Browns' defense couldn't get off the field. They couldn't put any pressure on Stafford at all last week, and he threw darts. But, my, I mean, I don't think you can rule out Buffalo. Look, Buffalo's healthy. Buffalo's healthy this week. They're going to go into the game. Josh Allen's going to take the team and put it on his back. And he's tough to deal with. He's hard to tackle. He'll throw the ball all over the place. And here's where we are with Buffalo. There's no more, Josh, you play point guard and let everybody else you. It's now, Josh, you're the scoring point guard. You're going to have to help everybody. And I think they're a dangerous team when they get in that mode. Okay. Conman has a question for you, Lombo. Yeah, Lombo. I just, you know, quick question about tonight. Are you mentally prepared for the fact that Al Michaels probably won't have a tie on? And is this as angry as you've ever been at Bill Belichick for having a bad team? <laughs> Look at me. I'm in a sweater. If I'm in a sweater and I'm in Jersey and he's in Pittsburgh, his, you know, Al's going to make sure that he's got Toscano's takeout and he's got a sweater on tonight. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Look, I'm disappointed in this in the Patriots and their inability to to do Belichickian type things in terms of fix the problems, which they haven't been able to do. I mean, you can look after they lost to Miami. I mean, they've been in every single game. Oh yeah. But they've made mistakes like you can't believe. I mean, the interception, the fumble, they can't score. All that conversation we spent last year about Matt Patricia's not a good offensive coach, we we could have never anticipated it was going to get worse, and it has. It has in every area. So, yeah, I am disappointed. And I think I think it'll get better once they get through it and they find a quarterback and they can move forward. Because and, right now they're a team playing without a quarterback. And when they move forward, Bill's the coach? Well, you're going to see him this week. You can ask him. He'll be right there on the set with you. You can, you can talk about Army-Navy, the history of the game. And I'm right. sure he'll give you a very, very revealing answer. But we know there's people in America that already have the answer. We've already heard that. We've heard it on your show before. Oh. So I'm sure people know. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. You said a lot of things there. Um, <laughs> I did say a lot, of, said things a lot of things without saying there. anything. Yeah, bingo. Without saying anything. That's classic Bill Belichick. Is he gonna, he's uh, he's going to be at game day? He's going to be at the Army-Navy this weekend? Well, I mean, it's in Foxborough. I assume he's going to be there for you. You're going to see him. You know, this is an important game for him. It's an important game for, you know, his family. I mean, Bill played – one of the things about the Patriot way, and I know it hasn't been successful this year, but the Patriot way started at the Naval Academy. And I wrote about this in my book. Uh, Much like Bill Gates would not have become Bill Gates had he not grown up on the campus of the University of Washington and had an ability to get to computer labs. Belichick might not have been who he is if he didn't play catch every day with Roger Staubach as a young kid, and his dad was a coach at the Naval Academy. That part of it is part of the Patriot way. What's that book? What's that book? Uh, The Wickersham book? No, no, the the book about all the people like – you know, oh, it, that's called Outliers. 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 Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, I think it's yeah. called Outliers. Yeah, that yeah, was Malcolm in the Gladwell. Aaron Rodgers book club Yeah, about how, yeah. like, hey, some people who will go on to be the greatest of all mm-hmm. time at something, well, they might have had a little bit of assistance, like being within the proximity of the only computer uh, yeah. that it, that was in a United States of America. Yeah. Bill Gates was within walking distance. Mm-hmm. of. I, I think that was in that story and everything like that. Exactly the right. thought yep. of Bill go, being and growing up in the Navy. Not only did he learn discipline, accountability, right. mm-hmm. everything that the U.S. military yep. and the Naval Academy preaches and teaches, but also football, just mm-hmm. the basics of yeah. like yeah. that. That's fundamental football through and through. 
What a weapon, dude. I can't wait to see him. This will be a first time talking to him as opposed to him talking to Vinatieri. Yep. Love you. You're the greatest. <laughs> and then, hey, coach, good to see you. And then he's just on his way out. You, know? <laughs> you mentioned Vinatieri. I, I think it's interesting on the day where Robbie Gould retired. I think it's an interesting story. If you were, When you see Bill, you'll ask him, who, what player that he had a cut that was probably what he felt like was his biggest mistake? He'll tell you Robbie Gould. And because he had Vinatieri, he couldn't keep Gould. Vinatieri was on the team at the time, and you could ask Adam. But they knew Gould was a good kicker. They just had Vinatieri, unfortunately, and they couldn't keep Gould. There wasn't the rules where you could put a guy on practice squad at the time. So it's kind of interesting how Gould is going to retire now, and you mentioned Vinatieri. That's one of the things that still that still bothers him to this day, that he didn't be able to enjoy the fruits of Gould, but he had Vinatieri. All right, so a couple so. things there. He said a lot without, you know, there. I know I, I have an Italian horn necklace on. Okay. That's right. Okay, uh, 0.01% Italian. Our buddy Frankie also under the weather. We're pulling for you. Yep. We're pulling for you, Meraldo. You're more Italian than me. Have I been pronouncing Vinatieri's <laughs> name wrong this entire time? He's, he's pro- I, I always say Vinatieri. I'm Vinatieri. I give it a little bit of yeah. more specificity. How about six years in that team meeting? I've been screwing that up for six years. You don't want to go by how I pronounce names. You don't yeah. want to go by well, it's Robbie Gold, dude. But I do, you know, Robbie coming out of Penn State, he didn't have, like, the best year his senior year, I don't think. If my memory serves me accurate, because Robbie has a little brother, same class as me. Chris, I think his name is. He's special teams coach now in the NFL, and he ended up going to Virginia, I think, to kick. So I met them all at the Penn State kicking camp, uh, the one that I won. I won the camp, obviously. <laughs> and then McQuery told me I wasn't Penn State material. Look that up, oh, yeah. who that is. Thank God I'm not. But nonetheless, I was supposed to go to Penn State, and I got to meet Rob. Robbie was very kind to me, like very, very nice to me. I didn't know much about kicking. I was a soccer player that just was bombing ball, like actually murdering footballs. Robbie was very nice to me. His family is very nice to me. But he didn't have, like, the best senior year. So whenever he went up to New England, the story goes that him and Vinatieri uh, really worked together. Like, they actually got along very well. And, like, Vinny, like, I don't want to say gave him a lot of games, but I think Robbie thanks Vinny for a lot of stuff from that training camp and that whole process. And then Robbie obviously goes on to have this historic Hall of Fame career pretty much. And, uh, yeah, he retired. Congrats on a hell of a run, Robbie. Yeah. Thank you for being nice to me, Robbie, too, whenever I was just a young buck. Gold. Gold. Robbie Gould. <laughs> Not a bad player. Uh, but I can't wait to meet Bill. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah let's go. That, that's amazing if I get to do that. Nice handshake. I'm just maybe pop the top yeah. off. Yeah, should. Let's do it. Remember? Remember you? <laughs> yeah. You did it. I seen you. I seen you in that whole camera. Uh, Tone has a question for you, Lombo. Yeah, Lombo. It's a, it's a shame tonight, really, because for 20 years, this would have been the best matchup of the, of the week, easily, probably of the season. Um, and that's probably because 7 and 12 were on the field. And and now they're not. Um, is it? Can we safely say that um, the Patriots and Steelers have missed on their first round quarterbacks? And how far does that set you back? What do you think is going to happen tonight? Well, too? Uh, I I don't know. You know, look, I, I don't think the Steelers think they missed on Pickett. I think they're still involved in it. I think they're going to keep going down this road. I, I think a lot of America thinks they have. I'm not sure the Steelers internally have. I think New England has come to the realization mm-hmm. after three seasons, rarely do you ever see a quarterback play as well as a, as he did as a rookie and then yep. not play well 
now. I mean, that, that trajectory never happens in, in football, yet it has. But there were moments as a rookie that Mac made a lot of mistakes. In Indianapolis, as an example, you know, two bad interceptions in the middle eight in that game, ultimately coming off a seven-game win streak, cost them. And those mistakes, although as a rookie look like you could overcome them, have creeped up in his third season. So they haven't gone away. And I think it's fairly obvious that they can't get the ball down the field. You could say they don't have skilled players, all that. But they, they – you have to conclude beyond a reasonable doubt that they need a quarterback. I'm not sure Pittsburgh's at that same point, depending on where they are. To me, I, I thought Pittsburgh, if they had Kirk Cousins on this team, if they had a Kirk Cousins on this team, where Pickett could still develop if he had that ability, then, you know, you got a chance to move forward really quickly. I love Ben. Love him. Oh, yeah. Hard not to. Way to go, Ben. Love the you, best. Ben. And football. Love football and with Ben Roethlisberger. But his last couple of years, I mean, we were not really playing football, you know. We were throwing the ball as soon boom, bang, pow. Yeah, it right there. Well, if though. you had – remember the year the Duck. Love Duck. Duck. Ducky. Love Duck. I love the Duckster. Yeah, we, we went to – we traveled to Pittsburgh yeah. to watch the Duck show yeah. live. He landed on his feet. We, yeah. Yes, he certainly has. And we are incredibly proud of Duck. But if you think about Kirk Cousins or one of those types of quarterbacks, and whenever we say those types of quarterbacks, we don't mean this as a shot. We're just talking about somebody that just, like, actually is in here – just to be a point guard, manage the game, let's just move. Like, we don't need to turn the ball over. Let's just kind of move. With those Steelers defenses, with how great they have been, I feel like that's why Pittsburgh fans are po- finally at the point where they're like, we're sick of this. That's why Matt Cannon, the first time getting fired since what? In the middle of the season, 19 what? Was the first, last time they fired uh, coach or four, coordinator? It was 40-something. It, it was the owner who fired himself as the coach. Smart guy. It's crazy. These are two stories. You know what's amazing about T.J. Watt, though, when you say that, is the fact that Watt's able to get this many sacks and this much pressure for a team that never plays from in front, right? I mean, that's Mm. really remarkable when you think about it because ultimately what you want to do is is what Kyle's trying to do in San Francisco. Kyle's in a mad dash to get the lead. He wants to throw it fast, get ahead, and then let those guys that he has, the strength of his team, excel what Philly did last year. It's it's really the West Coast offense. That's what the West Coast offense is. It's not smash seven curl. It's not 20 bingo cross. It's we're going to throw the ball to get the lead, and we're going to have our defensive line rush the passer to create turnovers. That's the essence of what the man was trying to accomplish in San Francisco. And he did. And I think what Pittsburgh's not been able to do is play from in front. And Watts still is tremendous. Highsmith is still tremendous. They're still able to get pressure on the passer, and they're in these tight, close games, which I think is a great tribute to them. I don't want to go, to echo your point, I don't want to go back to Dwight Freeney uh, and just keep doing this and banging this drum, but that's how Bill Polian built the Colts. That's literally how he built the Colts. Like Offense, we're going to spend money, a lot of it. Quarterback, weapon, tight end, running back, we're going to have a couple great ones. We're going to do this entire thing. We're going to get the lead, and then we got Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis. And they're just going to meet at the quarterback. And that's how this whole thing is going to go. And that was what led to the most successful decade in NFL history for the Indianapolis Colts. Well, think about the – he played in the Dome, RCA Dome here. All those sacks came at home, right, Lombo? I mean – Oh, crowd no. noise? That's right. Oh, wow. No, that, yeah, that, that was the real that, crowd noise. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Those were Hoosiers screaming. Yeah, through the speakers, maybe. Well, I mean, but that was, the whole, that was play, the whole deal. You, Go ahead. 
when you have a dome team that that can play, can rush the passer, and one of the things that I've always thought, if you were building a dome team, if you were a size-speed dome team, it really enhanced yourself. I mean, think of the great Viking teams when they moved from the Metro Metro Park and the Metropolitan Stadium into the John Metro Randall. Dome, right? Yeah. They, they had great Randall, uh, you know, Chris Dolman. I mean, they could really get after it. And that snap cap. Now, back then, we were not as good with the silent cap as we are today. So it has helped a little bit, but that snap count is the advantage that the offense has. And when you neutralize that advantage, when you can do that by the crowd noise, you should not be able to run the ball on any good dome team because the defense should gain the line of scrimmage immediately. Hey, did you um, did you hear Tone Diggs yesterday on our program? I know you were hosting your show, so you might have missed it. Um, he actually kind of said that maybe – Acrisure wouldn't be sold out tonight. That yeah, is what he, he said. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. He like said that. I uh, can't believe that. Confidently. Uh, oh, I, I, we were mind blown yes. by it, Lombo. Uh, but that's that's what he was saying. That's where we're at right now with the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Now, uh, it's filled they're up. They're in the rut. They're in the hunt. They're in the playoff. They could still get there. But I mean, I know it doesn't look pretty, but, you know, we don't grade these things on the beauty contest. I mean, they're, they, they're still a hard team to play. I mean, they're they're good. For, the front's good. Michael. Look, last week was disappointing. I was on them. I thought they would beat the Steelers. I agree Arizona, with what Bill yeah. Cower said. Fourth. Fourth and one, fourth and inches from the goal line, and the shotgun. Pittsburgh Steelers are in shotgun. I mean, come on. It's genius. Uh, Lombo, you know, I mean, you were with the Patriots for a long time, Steelers fans for a long time. It's not about making the playoffs and losing in the first round of the playoffs. Like, that's that's not what we're here for, and you know that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know that. And also, I know the last time I worked at Cle- in Cleveland in 89 was the last time the Browns finished ahead of them. Mm-hmm. That's how good they are in terms of being able Dang. to maintain Oh, maybe they're a little spoiled is yeah. what Longbow oh. just said. No, As no, no. Longbow just said, maybe. <laughs> sounded like Maybe a little spoiled. Up. That's like the year we went 2-14 uh, and 14, whenever we found out that Peyton's neck was going to be broken, literally in training camp, and he wasn't going to be able to play. There was Colts. They showed up showing up with bags over their head. That's right. And it was like, yeah. tell you, you're real rich. Yeah. Real rich. One year, things don't go and then right. They get, and then they get Andrew Luck. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, New England. I love they didn't have to fans. suffer yeah. through it. I love football fans. They're the best. And Acrisure will be packed out tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Pittsburgh oh, yeah. will show up for football. That Just primetime NFL football. They will show up. Tony, what's the head? Tony. Tone's talking to people with season tickets, I think. Yes. That is, 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 they, is I that heard what? some things. Oh, no. If there's yellows, if that looks like a Pitt, University of Pittsburgh football game. The New England Patriots, who won six Super Bowls in the last 20 years? They went to 11. They had 25,000 people at the stadium last week. Yeah, it wasn't prime 000. time. 20, it wasn't prime time. Right. 25,000 is, is generous. This is prime time. This is like a city showcase <laughs> almost. Is. That's what that's what happens. Yeah. There was nobody at that point. 2,500, no, no. I think, no, is what I'm you meant. I'm just worried they're going to treat this like the old school Thursday night football on, on NFL when uh, it was, you know, like color rush, Jags, Titans. Okay, well, the issue here is, and now that we're thinking and talking about it, it's like Patriots fans aren't traveling to Pittsburgh to watch this game. No. no. So, like, normally the assist you could potentially get from the other team, like the Patriots fans aren't even showing up at home. No. And they've paid thousands and thousands of dollars for season tickets. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, they're, not, they're not showing up. These are fan bases letting their teams know. They saying how we play football around here. No. Yeah. yeah, and it needs to be heard. It needs to be heard loud and clear. But Tony just added another great wrinkle to this game. Let's put the color of rush uniforms on the line too. Why? Do, when we were the bumblebee tonight? Yeah, Steelers wearing a bumblebee. Listen, we're gonna put a Lombardi on the line today. Why? The losing coach uh, immediately becomes the defense coordinator for the other team. 
But oh, we're fired. Okay, that's not and then, bad. Yeah, we'll do color rush. And, yeah. and, and the owners have to take a snap at running back yes. and a snap at middle linebacker. And also Renegade oh, shipping up to Pittsburgh. Boom. Yep. Okay. Uh, Ty has a question for you, Lombo, as we yeah. continue to draw up reasonings on why and how this game tonight could be the Mega Bowl Absolutely. in Week 14. Lombo, uh, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, and I know on the GM shuffle you got a little hot about it, but at what point do you think people are going to start giving Brock Purdy a little bit of credit? for actually being good at football. It seems like we kind of just create deficiencies for him, even though everyone watches him play on Sunday and he just continues to throw four touchdowns and for over 300 yards. We understand he was Mr. Irrelevant, but he's the odds-on favorite to win MVP. But even if he were to win the MVP this year and they win the Super Bowl, people are still going to make excuses and talk about his weapons and how good they are. Like, At what point do you think people will actually start to appreciate Brock Purdy uh, for how good he is as a quarterback? I think it's hard to make people understand the game of football. They see it their way and they just won't change, you know, and so it's hard to get them to see the obvious. And this is really obvious. I mean, look, I'm embarrassed to say I was in a scouting profession and this kid went in the seventh round. How did you recognize it as somebody better? But one of the things you have to do in scouting is admit you made a mistake. And so this kid in that tape last week, Kyle Shanahan has complete faith in him. And I said on my podcast last week when he was 11-1 to 1 to be the uh, MVP that, you know, there are a lot of Joe Montana-like qualities in the player. Now, he's not Joe. I'm not suggesting that. But his rhythm, his accuracy, his athleticism is sneaky good. And he's got great timing, and he throws the ball. And all he does is play point guard. He just distributes the football to the people in the right spot. And they have confidence in him, and he's likable. The team loves him. They love him. You know, one of the things about Pickett, the team loves Pickett, right? If Pickett wasn't the kind of kid he was, I think the Steelers would be easier to move away from him. But he's they love him as a competitor and as a person. Takes but the boys I, I to concerts. Kid, yep. Yeah, I mean, this kid is so good. Like, I don't know why. You know, the two players, I don't understand why they're not in the MVP conversation. It was Purdy and Tyreek Hill. Like, I don't understand how Tyreek Hill. Like, people say, well, you got to vote for McCaffrey. No, 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 wait a minute. The best offensive player in the game, the guy who tilts the field more than anybody is Tyree Kill. Like, you're holding on to anything you have. When he goes to the sideline and you're the deep, ask Chuck. It's a different game call when he yeah, ain't Chuck on the just, field. Chuck, the, re, the reason why I just looked that way is Chuck actually went, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. that is a... I mean, there, I mean, look, I love McCaffrey. McCaffrey's great. McCaffrey's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. But he's like, he's an accelerator. He's like a luxury part to a beautiful car. I mean, he's tremendous, and he fits perfectly in what they do. But this Hill guy now, I mean, he tilts the field. Like, you're scared to death. You're breathing. You can't call cover one. Your safety can't make a mistake. You can't do anything. And then when you have an angle on him, forget about it. What he has is rare. He's got rare speed. Rare. Rare speed. And rare quickness. Rare quickness and rare speed. That rarely goes together. But this kid's like I don't know and why durability. he's not the MVP. Hey, and durability, and toughness, yeah, and toughness, and he's tough, you know. And so, like with their defense, the way they play defense, and the way that they have this weapon, and if they continue to run the ball, look, they're going to be like most people in the Northeast. They don't. They're going to stay in Florida for the winter. They have one more road game this year, and it's in Baltimore. And then they get if they can win four of the next five, they get home field advantage. You got to go play them down there. That ain't easy. Yeah, that yeah. thickness is what mm-hmm. coaches and everybody's actually thinking about going down there in Miami, and also twi- uh, Tootsie's. 
Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. There's the Miami flu that could potentially <laughs> yeah. come second floor out there getting shoulder rubs. You know, I've uh, I've never seen it happen personally, but nope. I've heard stories of other sure. teams potentially sure. wandering Miami until the wee hours and then not yeah. playing their best right. football the next day as they're sweating more right. than they have for the last two weeks because and a the lot humidity. Of hamstring pulls. Yeah, hamstring pulls happen when you have to get done playing. Wonder how that. It's like happens. a combo. Yeah. It's like the clubs yeah. in nightlife. Yeah. Let's yeah. boom. Yeah. We'll get them a little. Yeah. You know, yeah. we'll spar. Mm-hmm. With them. Out. And then the heat and humidity during the game is going to dehydrate you. Boom. It's like a knockout down there. And they haven't had a team, you know, that's really been able to take advantage of it. But like Tyreek will run your ass to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Like he will. Yeah. That's a long day for people. Well, let's not forget it. This is a defensive team. This defense is really good. Great. Jalen Benjo's done a great job. And they're hard they're to play. They make, you, they make you play left handed. They take away what you want to do. Washington threw for 140 yards on him. Poor Sam Howell got the, got his butt kicked. He was all over. You know, and so Fangio's got, after the Philly game, really, from the Philly game forward, this defense is one of the best defenses in football. They're hard to block. You can't separate from them. And you're, you're not going to be able to score a lot of points on them. And they can score points. If they don't turn it over, they can score points. They're a tough out. Hey, Fangio's team's coming together. They, one of the things you thought you could get an advantage of is if you could get them to come north. But now, since they're going to be resting for the next four out of five weeks in Florida, you ain't getting them north. Pass rush-wise, you're not worried about that defense and losing Jalen Phillips? I know Van Ginkle's a, a good, try-hard guy, but... Whoa. That's well, a, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, that's what Chuck just said. He's a good fifth. No, he's, no, he's a... I mean, he, first one in, last one out. Coach's kid, yeah, hard hat. Motor. Motor. He's an amazing guy. He's a, Van Ginkle's an amazing guy. He's a free agent out there with amazing a bunch guy. of teams, and nobody signed him. Like, Van like this guy, all he did was... Make he, plays. He made plays for him last year. Love him. I love yeah. him. But how big of you know loss is Jalen Phillips? That's a, that's a huge loss. I think. Well, they they played a lot of, during the season without him. I think Chubb's starting to play better. You know, look, they're you, you know they're going to miss him. Phillips a really good player. I don't deny that. But I think their scheme is good, and it's hard to run the ball on these guys. And so you become one dimensional against Vic Fangio's defense. It's a hard thing to go, and it's hard to put consistent drives week in and week out against them. And if they get the lead. Like yeah. they're capable Forget of doing. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it is right. Hey, who are your picks for this weekend? What should we be looking at? You think Lombo? How'd you do last you weekend know, too? I, I was horrible. I was over oh, two last oh, week. No, I was just asked. bad. No, uh, well, because I, you know, I everybody said you can't take Flacco. I like Buffalo this week. I think Buffalo. I, I think Buffalo. I'm going to go on the Josh Allen trade, and I like. I'll take the Broncos and the points in Los Angeles. I think both those are good plays. Buffalo and the Broncos. The bees. You're the best. Thanks, guys. Had a blast. Ladies and gentlemen, Paisana. Enjoy Foxborough, Pat. I Enjoy will. it. I will. It's way out there, you know? Way out there. It's way out there. Can't wait to experience this Army-Navy atmosphere and vibe. And if I get to shake old Bill Belichick's hand in the uh, whole thing, oh yeah, that'd be quite a nice little treat. Yeah. Nice little football weekend. I appreciate you, pal. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Lombardi. Yeah. Tonight, week 14 of the Woo! NFL season kicks off in Eesh. Pittsburgh in what should be an absolute snoozer. Nice. The New England Patriots will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll obviously chat about that later on in the show today. The Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. And a man who has joined us every single Thursday is currently 8-3-1 and one against the spread on these Thursday night football games. 36 years coaching football, 18 in college, 18 in the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, our coach. 
coach, Chuck Pagoyan. Also joining us live from an attic in Ohio is a man who's the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup winner, and the current president of Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, father of 10, COVID survivor, A.J. Hawk. A.J., how you doing, pal? That new haircut is awesome. Wow, it is. Yeah, I appreciate my guy, Jake, but I, I just want to compliment Chuck. He looks like a big uh, lumberjack over there, big strapping man. Can you imagine Chuck that, with Jake. the axe? Keep dropping. Uh, yeah, hey, that's right. keep dropping. That's right. Is that what it's about? Hey, if you don't put the axe down, that tree will eventually fall. You give me five hours in an axe to cut down yep. a tree. I'm spending four hours and 30 minutes sharpening sharpen, the blade. Sharpen that baby. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> yeah. They're damn right. Because how sharp that thing's going to be after four and a half oh. hours, that's one swing. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Boom. boom, it's done. And what are you going to be doing, AJ, with that doll-ass blade? Boom. 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 Why ain't this working? Boom. boom. He would just use his jaw. Boom. Joining us yeah, now. We, Go ahead. And we both chop it down in five hours. Just who who did more work? I guess who worked harder? I'll be in there who just you're doing it wrong, dude. <laughs> Aiden, you were doing it wrong as I'm trying to sharpen that blade. Joining us now is a man who has sharpened a blade over the last thirty years. Yep. His record currently at the University of Alabama is two hundred and one wins in twenty eight losses. That's pretty good. Is that good? Mm-hmm. I think so. Seven-time national champion. Ladies and gentlemen, a man whose team is in the college football playoff. Sorry about it. Head coach of Alabama, Nick Saban. Yeah! What's up, guys? Coach, how we doing? Where are we today? This isn't the standard office here. It's not standard. We're recruiting, so we're in oh. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh. Just got here uh, in the FBO and looking forward to – Visiting with you guys. Well, we appreciate you taking time uh, during your travels. So this is real. This is so college football. We're coaching football, and then when we're not coaching football, we're on the road recruiting. You're the greatest of all time. I assumed that you'd be able to FaceTime, Zoom, not have to be. You're in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's go, coach. Still yeah. got the fastball. Yeah, got to do it, man. I, you know, I learned a long time ago that um, I wasn't great at coaching bad players to play good. So the key to the drill is getting good players. So that's why we're here. Okay. Well, we hope that your hunt in Chattanooga, Tennessee is a fruitful one. And if anybody was to have Coach Saban walk into their school and be like, we'd love to have you on the How would you say no to that? I mean, I hung this thing up as soon as you signed it. I'm 36 years old. So anyways, let's move along here. Uh, Coach, you have the opportunity now because your team is SEC champions. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats, Coach. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You have the opportunity now to continue your season, and there's a new goal or a goal that you've had all all along, but a new focus, which would be another national championship for yourself. There's been a lot of conversation about this whole thing and your team making it in there. Have you heard that? Do you have any opinions on it all? And how have you addressed it when other people have asked about it all? Well, you know, my responsibility and obligation is to our team. So I did the best job that I could to promote what we've been able to accomplish and winning, what, 11 straight games or whatever, uh, beating the number one team in the country in Georgia. And uh, we're a different team now than we were earlier in the season. So um, that was my obligation to our players and our team, and I'm proud of them for the way they responded to it. I'm proud of them the way they played in the SEC championship game. But everybody needs to understand, and my phone's been getting blowed up from people who didn't get in, as if I, 
I'm responsible for that. Look, we've been on the other side of this. You know, we've been on the outside looking in. We've been the team that didn't get in. We've been in the last, you know, the fifth place team. So we kind of know how it feels. And I actually feel bad about it because there really are uh, a lot of um, teams this year who could make an argument to say we should be there. And uh, I get that. And, and, you know, I feel great for our team. Our team's worked hard. I'm glad they have the opportunity to do what they have uh, to do, be it playing num- another number one team in the country in the Rose Bowl. That's a great opportunity. They worked hard for it. But I also have compassion and feel bad for the teams that have an argument to get in the playoffs that didn't. It's a tough setup. You know, Power Five is how they describe it, and there's only four spots. So it's a flawed system to begin with whenever it comes to potential fairness of champions. We're all happy to get to 12 game or 12 team next year. I think you've had different thoughts and opinions on it all, but like, I think people forget that maybe you were a team. That was left. And Nick Saban, because mm-hmm. literally your name is a lot of the – you think they're going to leave Nick Saban out of the college football play? It's like they have. They have. That, that, that seems to get forgotten about. So I appreciate you handling that like an absolute gentleman there, Coach. Go ahead, AJ. Coach, uh, I'm curious about like your schedule with, as far as your prep. Does it change any way now that you're hopefully going to be playing two games compared to maybe the old system in BCS when, hey, we just, we're just eyeing one game like a national championship? You know, really, I think the first game is the most important uh, because there's always a different um, how many days do you have between games. And this 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 year, it's a seven-game turnaround, seven-day turnaround. But um, initially, when I was younger as a head coach, uh, I think we probably tried to practice our way to the game, uh, which meant we had intermittent practices while we were recruiting and all that. And what I've kind of learned through the years is the best way to do it is have the players work out, have no, you know, sort of technical practice type things. And then when you start to practice, practice and get ready for the game. So we'll have seven practices before Christmas, take three days off, you know, have a regular week when we get to California. And then we got a seven day turnaround this time. And, you know, when we played Clemson, when we played Oklahoma and Miami, I think in 2018, and then we played Clemson out there. It was really tough. It was like a nine-day turnaround, but to get back from Miami to be in Tuscaloosa for three or four days to fly to California. Um, so we learned a lot from that, and hopefully we'll do a little better job of getting ready for this game flying to the West Coast than we did for that one because we didn't play very well in that game. I saw you talk a little bit about you know growing up in the coaching ranks in the Big Ten, so the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. obviously hold you hold it in high regards and everything like that. This is a huge, massive game in the Rose Bowl. I mean, the college football playoff with it's it, the games are going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's going to be a lot. of. Are you telling your team this is just like any other game? And what are you relying upon from like the last 11 games, more specifically the SEC championship going into these big ones with how you're talking to your team? Well, I think our team still has a lot to prove. You know, there's a lot of naysayers out there that think we shouldn't have gotten a playoff. So, you know, we have an opportunity to prove that we have to do that. And uh, I really think that they know they're going to be playing a really good team. Uh, they just played the number one team in the country. They're going to get the opportunity to play the number one team in the country again. So I, I think their expectation of the quality of player that you're going to play against, what you have to do to prepare to play against that player, as if he's going to be the best player you played against all year, is kind of the mentality that we used in the past. And I think it works in, in this scenario as well. So uh, they know what the challenge is. And hopefully the key to the drill is to be able to, focus this passion that you have and this energy that you have into positive execution. 
You know, you got to have confidence and believe in yourself and trust and respect and your your ability to do it, but also your teammates. So I think it's important to be able to do that and to keep that right mindset uh, to be able to do that so you can play your best football when your best football is needed. Yeah, and you've only gotten better this year. I think that has been the big conversation about the Alabama team is it's like every week you see actual growth, and it's like here's the buzzsaw. That's why the Georgia test, I think, was a big one for all of us to see. What did you think of that team after you played them? 29 straight, they lose one game, they're not in. Yeah, back to back national champions. They're not in like that is a, that's a banana situation as well. Did you talk to Kirby after the game and what were your thoughts on their team? Well, I just talked to Kirby briefly after the game and, you know, but look, I think Georgia's got a great team. I think they're one of the best teams in college football. Um, you know, I, I don't know who should have got in, who shouldn't have got in, but uh, I know it was a great game. It was a really competitive game. The players played hard. It was a very physical game. It was the kind of game that if you're at Georgia or Alabama, that you know you that's why you came there to play in games like that. So it was a great venue, the SEC championship game. So you know I'm proud of the way our team competed. We we weren't always clean in the way we comp- you know that we played in the game. Uh, we made some mistakes. There's some things that we could do better, and we want the players to focus on that. But we also want them to gain confidence from the fact that. Um, you know, that they did make plays, they did control the line of scrimmage, they did do some good things in the game that we need to build on. Yeah, quite a momentum builder, I'd say, mm-hmm. beating yep. Georgia. Speaking of your team, Ty has a question for you, Coach. Yeah, Coach, obviously you guys aren't satisfied with what you've accomplished thus far, but I'm just curious, like, when you look at this year's team, uh, do you think, like, do you feel um, that, like, it's maybe, has this year been more special uh, than most, just when you consider, like you mentioned the naysayers, you know, we were down there in Tuscaloosa after the Texas game and all the rhetoric after that with, oh, you know, Coach Saban's lost his fastball. He doesn't want to be doing this anymore. This isn't the same Alabama team that he typically has. And then from that point on, you guys have just gotten better and better each and every week. And, and here you are now. Like, so obviously you'll have a time to reflect when it's all said and done. But in the moment, does this team maybe feel more special than some of your other teams in the past? I think the big thing is because we got off to a rough start, uh, the team had something to prove. So what's always been the case for us in many of the years in the past is there's such a high expectation and a high level in the beginning. It creates a lot of anxiety for people to try to satisfy these expectations, which takes some of the fun out of it. What this year's team has been is a lot of fun to coach because – Everybody was sort of out to try to prove something, so everybody was working, getting better. We had great team chemistry, a lot of positive energy internally on the team to, you know, inspire other people to do well, and everybody was willing to put the work in and make the commitment to do the things that we needed to do, and I I think one of the great competitive um, things that this team has showed is the resiliency they have to overcome adversity, which is what's helped us have some of the really good victories that we had throughout the season. Yeah, that winning in the end seems like your team does very well. Yep. And that's a toughness. I, that's something you have to learn, you think? you got Your team has had to learn that type of stuff? Uh, I don't think mental toughness is something that necessarily everyone has instilled uh, in them. Uh, it's something that you have to be willing to take on uh, because to have mental toughness means you're going to have to make choices and decisions you probably don't feel like making. Uh, but because of what you want to accomplish and the spirit that you have within you, 
you're willing to make those tough decisions and do the things you need to do to be successful. And that's what our guys have done a good job of. I love a good mental toughness. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's one. That's the most important part of life, I think, mental toughness. You agree with that or no? No, I think it is because you can have no great victories in life unless you can overcome adversity, some of which you create for yourself, some some of it you don't create. You know, It's just a circumstance that you have to deal with. So to be able to sustain and how you sort of manage failures uh, through mental toughness is really important, I think, to being successful. Coach. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was sweet. That was really good. Hey, that's a good word right there. You know, adversity sort of breaks some people. Adversity makes some people great. And it all goes back to that psychological disposition, mental toughness, whatever you want to talk about, you know, to do it. But, um, you know, I I, I really wanted to make one comment before you guys get out of here is, you know, being from West Virginia, I had like, 25 people at the game, all Mountaineer fans, all love you. Okay, good. That's good to hear. All right, so that, 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 that's number one. Okay. Number two, they showed me what you did before the game when you made your pick. I mean, you have to be crazy to do something like that. <laughs> I was excited to get you. Right there. Uh, so it was in that moment I realized you saw that, okay? And uh, then I, the conversation in my head was, oh, does he like that or not? Like that was, I was very intrigued to hear your thoughts. Yeah, dude, I didn't know there was that many people there either. It wasn't that packed at the beginning of the program, you know, and I had not turned around in a while. And when they showed that sky view and it was the entire convention center packed out, that was when it really started getting real. I'm like, okay, here we, uh, here we go. But coach, I believed. You know what I mean? I believed in your team, coach. I did. I genuinely did. I appreciate it, man. I really do. Hey, no problem. I do. Good luck there in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Who we, who we recruiting right now? Who, what are we, uh, what are we looking for? We're really not allowed to say because we're not allowed to publicly comment on anybody that we're recruiting until they actually sign the early signing. September twentieth, but um, appreciate asking, but I just can't answer. <laughs> All right, well, whoever it is, you know what to do, ladies and gentlemen. Seven-time national champion <laughs> in the hunt for an eighth. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Nick Saban. Thank you, Coach. Love hearing that about the West Virginia fans. You know, that could go two different ways, too. Yeah. So with the uh, the whole answer to that could have gone two yeah. different ways, too. Happy to hear it was positive on both sides. That's great news, AJ. Yeah. We're having a nice little Thursday all of a sudden, AJ. Beautiful Thursday. You think that was their, their SID or something has like a little program that can make his phone chop up when he's like, oh, we can't. We know it's not going to start here and talk about our, yeah. uh, our recruits. Throttle down. Hey, who are you recruit? <laughs> speed it up. Speed it up. Speed it up. It is uh, the thing I enjoy about it. The thing I enjoy about it all is with that technology, normally you're going to get what they said, but it's going to come yeah, back yeah. at 8x speed. Yeah, exactly. That was sweet. And there was a moment in there where Nick Saban was Twista. Yeah. Did you yep. hear? Oh, yeah. He uh-huh. gave an answer. Sweet. Yep. That you, if you listen back, very great, like full Nick Saban answer <laughs> mm-hmm. in about a half a second That's or whatever. Right. Technology is the best. Now, we are the only people on TV today on ESPN News. Yep. Today oh, yeah. on ESPN News. Oh, still TV. Okay. Chompy, there's a 95-year-old man attempting a putt right now on ESPN from about eight feet. 90, he's 95, really? Yeah. I'm just guessing. I don't know who he is. It's Bernard Longer. Oh, oh Bernhard. 
He buries it. Great putt. Eight-foot putt just fell. Center cup, we're talking. He had the long putter as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know Mm. who it was, but, I mean, absolute burial. So we're on ESPN News. We're the only people, I think, that – and it's because we come from the Internet. And actually, when COVID happened, everybody just started doing what Internet people do, which is like they start doing Zoom calls. Mm. FaceTime is – 10,000 times better than Zoom whenever it comes to like tech and the matching up. But FaceTime also much more of a roll of the dice. Yeah. Sure. Zoom will be there for you, but it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be average. Right. FaceTime will be great, but there is a chance. You have to roll with the punches sometimes. Higher ceiling. So, yeah. Higher ceiling. Much right? higher yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bingo. capability gap. We need to yeah, close exactly. the <laughs> capability gap on FaceTime. But a lot of it, like, people won't do it. They're like, ah, oh, we don't want it to look like shit. It's like, we can get Nick Saban actually on the recruiting trail. Like, he is in the airport yeah. on the recruiting trail. Like, yeah, we would like right. to do it. Well, we don't know how the internet's going to be. It's like, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, whatever. we could get that, you know? Yeah. I'm very grateful that he took time to chit-chat with us. And He's uh, the man. His Has mi- been all year. How about his mindset, too, on the playoff? That was dope to hear. Yeah, like everything about it's all like everything. I feel like I've learned so much from him and about him this year by having him on. Just how open and how he talked about different people he's talking to to come up with all like how to get how do I like, connect with players? How do I get the message across? Like everything. This dude thinks of everything. It feels like it literally feels like I'm on a knee in the locker room. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just hearing him. And like whenever I'm going to like respond. I feel like I shouldn't be talking, you know, because it's like uh, (laughs) feels like a coach is addressing the team. And when I'm hearing a message, like my first thing is like, look somebody and be like, you hearing this shit? That's pretty good shit. (laughs) And then like when he's done, I'm like, oh, I got to I got to hit a follow up. It's not normal. It feels like we're in there. Can you imagine the families and the parents like when he Uh comes and and sits down and does a a home visit? Nick Saban. Imagine the schools. That's that's what Pat was saying. It's like, can you imagine him going into a high school and a kid not signing after that? Like sitting wow. down with a kid who's playing high school football and gets offered a scholarship by Saban. Well, we watched him work in that one movie that we don't know now. Oh yeah, oh, Blindside. Right. Blindside. LSU. We watch him work. He, he's you know, I mean, he's a closer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let RJ run, lead the team out on the field. That's Here's cool. some pictures from the recruiting trail. Although he's not allowed to talk about it, there's a big son of a bitch he was recruiting <laughs> yeah. in the living Wow. Room. I don't know what position. I, I would say tackle probably. Yeah. Has to be. That's a left, left tackle. Left, it appears. Left, left, yeah. Texas. Hey, congrats to this dude going to be in the NFL in about five years. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Texas homegrown boy. Mm-hmm. You, you look at the number of uh, – here's another kid. Uh, Nick Saban makes a stop at Butler, Alabama to check in on Tide's tight end commitment. Jay Lindsley. This guy's going to be in the NFL five years. Yeah. There you yeah. go, Jay. Congrats. congrats to him. Archie Manning's going to be throwing him the ball in the NFL in about five years. Mm-hmm. That's right. Pretty That's, sweet. Uh, if you look at the number of NFL guys from Alabama, it's like – Oh, yeah. If he's coming in, it's like – Congrats. Yeah. We think you're going to be an NFL player. You're good player. to play in the NFL. So it's going to be a lot of work. It's not going to be easy, but we'd love to have you in our factory pretty much. And it's like, how do you say no to that? Someone did Can't. today. Who? Oh, the yeah. uh, number one tackle went to prime. The buff. Hey, he said he was going to work that offensive line. He did. Here we are. Deion Sanders said he's going to work that offensive line. He's going to get the big guys. Gets the number one left tackle at IMG. Huge. I believe. Yep. He did that on Undisputed. Correct. That's oh. pretty dope. What did he pay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think there's a price. He, has, good. he yeah. had a sweet chain. Two or yeah. three, probably. You, listen, you want a good left tackle right now. It's going to cost you seven hundred fifty thousand to a million. Yeah, just uh, that's what we need. Matt that Rule per to, year. 
I don't so know. Get, could a tackle get that per year, you think? Well, I don't know. Matt Rule said a good quarterback out of the transfer portal is one, one and a half, two million. Yep. We need Matt Rule, uh, head coach in Nebraska, to come out and give us full salary sure. cap. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> what, what does everything cost, right. Coach Rule? Well, I know it costs less coming out of high school, too. you got to pay more for a transfer portal guy who's proven already versus the high school guy, mm-hmm. I believe. Well, that's a free agency. That's yeah. right. They've already, they've already had their rookie contract. Keep, yep. to keep your own These player. kids are double dipping now, too. They're getting out of high school and then you know transferring so, and getting another. And I'm hearing guys are going into coaches saying, hey, it's going to cost this much to keep me. Or I'm at. So yeah. they just hired a new coach full-time, uh, Spencer Danielson over at Boise State. Okay. He, got, he was the interim. Won three games, won the Mountain West Conference. Hey, wait, go. They fired the coach, get to the championship. Shout out to Boise. Boise. Got it, you know, and then their All-American running back, Ashton Jenny, a Texas kid. He was talking about going to the portal, so a group of guys got together and, and gave him a sweet, sweet deal. But apparently, they, uh, AJ, to your question, got to sign a contract, binding contract. And I think it's it's one year, and you just yeah, after that year you get whatever you, you know you get, and then we're in a different place than we were a year ago now. And I think there's guys going to their current coaches now. These coaches have gone to their homes, spoke to their parents and their families, and obviously NIL is a part of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then 19 year old kid has to go into the coach's office and say, "I need another million. Mm-hmm. Think about that, man. Think about – I'm thinking about me walking into Rich Rodriguez's office. <laughs> Just, you know, anytime you get called in there, bad news. Mm-hmm. Scared to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine walking and opening the door, shutting it. Rich, how you doing? All right, here's the deal. I'm punter and kicker here. I know it. You know it. There's nothing else you could do. I'm going to need 250 grand. Or guess what? Portal time! <laughs> Rich Rod, get the f- – out of my office, <laughs> like you know, like now they can't do that. You want to so bad. Now but they you can't, can't. They have to be like, uh, okay, let me. And as soon as you go, let me. Then all of a sudden, it's a whole different relationship. Yeah. It is. It's a wild time now. The but new, there, there, go ahead. Well, there's probably some kids that do not have as much pull as they think they do, and they go in and say, "Hey, it's going to take two fifty to keep me." He's like, "All right, don't let the door hit you any ass on the way out, pal." Oh, and get another scholarship. Too. Okay, see, yep. that, that is awesome news. Uh, new NCAA head. Charlie, Charlie Baker. Baker. Yep. Mm-hmm. He chit chatted about the NIL rules. Chuck, I'll be excited to get your take on this entire thing. And also, he flexes a little bit at the end about his era of running the NCAA versus maybe previous eras of the NCAA. By the end of this year, we are, I believe, we'll see what happens in, in December and January. I believe by the end of the year, we're going to have policies in place, voted on by the D1 board and the board of governors around consumer protections for student athletes around NIL. So, that's six, eight months. That's pretty good by NCAA standards, from what I understand, to get from the beginning to the end of a process. Okay, so from what I've heard, six months, not bad. Huh? If I'm able to pull this off. So there's going to be some sort of rules for the NIL. I assume that's going to involve the transfer portal and where money's coming from, and hopefully they'll be able to get some guardrails on this because I think anytime anybody talks about guardrails on it, people automatically are like, oh, the players don't deserve money. It's like, check my track record. Okay, players... Should have been paid a long time. I've been loud about this, maybe more so than any human that has had a platform mm-hmm. in this entire thing. But the players are getting screwed in a lot of these deals, and there's nobody looking out for them. So it's like we need some sort of, you know, 
rules and guidelines here so that people can't come poach and do terrible things to people that are going to ruin the rest of their lives as opposed to just right now. So I'm happy to hear that. What will those guidelines be for the NIL? Who knows? Different time. Speaking of different time, Trevor Lawrence had a high ankle sprain. It looked like his ankle turned sideways the other day. Mm -hmm. He's already back in practice. Kidding me? AJ, he's back in practice. How? Tough, son, bitch. Look at this dude. He he credited the medical team down there. Like, was it... Man, I don't know. Is he going to play? Okay, so we have no idea if he's going to play. A lot of great questions there. He spoke to the the media yesterday after practice. We have two clips from him. The one was about the golf cart. He said he told them not to have that. The other was about the medical staff and how he goes about his day-to-day operations without blowing out his ankle even more, without wearing a cast or having crutches. Walk around worried that you're going to step off the curb or step off thing and make it worse you're saying your job is to not make it any worse right as it continues to get better you're not in the boot anymore you don't see crutches so like how do you go about your day not just worried about i mean he's he's asking about no boot or crutches which great question how is this happening Trevor feels like a bro yeah. Uh, yeah. the way he handled that I like his personality and who he is as a human especially because he's been deemed the next one since like high school uh, like freshman yeah. year of high school yeah. so his humility is obviously awesome how about this dude's tough what is this all about his ankle was sideways that thing was sideways. Oh, bad season ender. Didn't you? I instantly said, "Oh man, that sucks." Like that's most likely a season ender. I try to like gauge what it may be, and the dude's out there throwing already. We saw him walking up the tunnel. He had an answer about that as well. That was his doing, not the Jacksonville Jaguars not having a cart, which uh, is an easy joke. Yeah, yeah. right. About the Jacksonville Jaguars, that everybody saw. But here's Trevor Lawrence talking about that. Yeah, you know we we have a we have an amazing medical staff um, that takes care of us and in every way that you could imagine anything that we need they're always there they they work pretty much around the clock to to take care of us so we got one of if not the best in the league so there's no i mean i've heard what amanda was telling me kind of all the stuff that's been going on and yeah i didn't we talked about getting a cart and i was going to get a cart and then i'm standing there and you know I'm, I'm already on the sideline at that point the tunnel's right there i just wanted to get off the field get out of there i didn't know what was going on with my ankle and i felt like i could get off and i was like hey you're good just don't bring it out i'm going in and then Tough. once i got in there i'm like this is a pretty long walk you know but I, I was already there and they asked again if i wanted a cart i'm like no we're gonna make it the whole way there i didn't know there was cameras in the tunnel you know so that's kind of when those things get there they're everywhere exactly so uh but no it's yeah. of course we have carts and we have everything we need and I was the one that, that didn't choose to, to take one, you know. So, you guys put that on me. Maybe that was dumb. Maybe I should have taken one, whatever. But um, it's nothing to do with us not having a card available. I don't think that would that would happen in the National Football League, especially here with the with the crew that we have. So, yeah. It happened in England. Yeah, yeah. remember that? When old oh, buddy yeah. was just standing there. So, I'm not saying it wouldn't happen in the NFL. But I like hearing this from Trevor. Everything I hear about this guy is, like, I'm very impressed with, honestly. And then here's video from practice today, AJ. Here's video from practice. Look at this dude jogging. What is his deal? Is this guy perfect, AJ? What's his deal? He might be. I mean, that first off, beautiful setting. Looks amazing oh. down there. It's crazy to think there's weather like that uh, going on right now yeah. in America. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I see things like this. But, yeah, I mean, 
he's moving great. I can go up on his toe. It looks like everything about it, but maybe that's, maybe that was the key. He's like, no, I need to keep this thing moving. I need to stay mobile. I'm going to walk to the locker room instead of letting it tighten up and stiffen up if I'm sitting on the back of some trailer. What do you think, Chuck, whenever Probably you're not. preparing for the Jags and you see this video? Yeah, I mean, they're playing Cleveland, right? Where's it at? Is it in Cleveland? I think it's at, at Cleveland. Oh, that's a whole different uh -oh. ball game. Uh oh, that's a whole different ball game in Cleveland. So it's, but it, it obviously this guy is a, a tough son of a gun, right? Yes. To be able to do that, what we all saw. Maybe it wasn't as as severe as they initially said. Maybe a high ankle, right? Because if it's a really a high ankle, this ain't happening. Whoa! Well, you're saying it's a fake. No, no, no. You're saying no, like no. Achilles oh, tears? Yeah. Yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck. Oh, oh, whoa. No. Conspiracy I, Chuck. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, how many high ankles have you seen like you're a day Ooh. or two later you're out there skipping Listen, around like all, Peter Pan? Uh, we're all asking huh? the same yeah. questions, Chuck. Can it be low ankle? Then? Whenever it was announced, I thought, oh, two to three weeks. They, they were the ones that said it was high ankle sprain, though. And then he came out and said not doing the tight ropes. I mean, that thing was sideways. Looks bro. so bad. That thing was yeah, sideways. So, this guy's uh, pliable, huh? This guy's very pliable. pliable. I like that. So, like, Kenny Pickett got the tightrope, right? Mm -hmm. He had a high ankle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the common procedure now for a high ankle sprain. Yeah, you just get that. It's three to four weeks, right? Trevor heals very quickly. Remember, uh, there was the question uh, if he was playing earlier this year. I don't know if it was a Sunday or a Thursday. It might have been a Thursday, Thursday night, night game. game. And he... He's like, got that Derek Carr No, quality. he's out yeah, there running around like... Remember him scrambling around with the knee? Bones? Oh yes, I he do didn't even that. he didn't even look like he yeah. New Orleans that was against the Saints when the Saints started kind of hot and, and we were like, well, he's not gonna be able to move. How tall is this dude? He's six what? Four five six six. This guy's six. special. Look at the way he's moving here. Six, six mm -hmm. two twenty five. Jesus, big sob. All right, Trevor. Hey, much respect. Can't believe that. He's like Derek Carr, Wolverine blood. That's yeah. right. Remember, there's been a couple times we thought Derek Carr's career was over, and yeah. he was back four days later. Got shot in the groin. Yeah, we'll see if he plays we got attacked by Raiders fans <clears throat> because we assumed that Derek Carr's time in Las Vegas was over yeah. because of what happened on Thursday night football to his hip flexor. Yeah. When he was running on the sideline, it appeared as if full sniper, bang, ah, boom. off the bone. Marcus Mariota comes in, yeah. hits Darren Waller, does some other stuff, and it was like, all right, well, Derek Carr's clearly going to be out for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Mariota might be able to just go ahead and do this thing, and with the way his contract is, is Derek Carr's time. We started getting attacked. He was like, we apologize. We didn't know that Derek Carr could heal like a damn Wolverine. Yeah. Had no clue that was the case. Trevor Lawrence seems to have the same blood in him. It's a right ankle? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. So there's not even you would there's expect no a heavy heavy spat on say, the outside yeah. of the cleat and the right. How's he doing this? I'll tell you. You talked about the weather being in hot is better. True. Doesn't Keep hurt. You that, helps a lot. That, that helps that, for sure. Yeah, mentally and physically. You know what I mean? Just whenever you're cold, everything feels tighter. But then there's like actual science behind it. Like mm -hmm. yeah, whenever mm -hmm. it's freezing cold, it's gonna stiffen some things up. We are. I'm becoming a bigger fan of Trevor Lawrence and him saying I don't want the cart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to just let me walk. It's like, well, you're you're draped over two humans. You're not really walking. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's kind of weekend at Bernie's with you. He's like, I I don't need. It don't matter. I I don't need the cart. I respect it. I appreciate it. Guy's tougher than a two dollar steak. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's really any other way to put it. <laughs> Easiest you know? thing to say about it all. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now C.J. Beathard might not even get a chance to get oh, on the field. No. I know, oh, which man. breaks my heart. But that, I'm I'm glad Trevor's not going to be out for an extended period. As we know, CJ is very important, you know, with getting things ready, obviously game plan, all that kind of stuff, you know, going through all the all the different, you know, things Trevor's going to need um, come Sunday. But we'll see Trevor out there. Well, Bethard in the slot. How come Aaron hasn't shown us his torn Achilles? It's a good question. That is good a question. good question. 
We haven't seen a scar. You're right. I, whoa. No, I don't need to see a scar. I'm a, no, I'm saying, yeah, you're, you're trying to say, hey, pro- how would you prove it then? I mean, maybe we get Elitros on the program. There it I is. Yeah, he'll come on. Maybe we get the surgeon from the Achilles factory. Yeah, but you know these new, this new procedure he had? Guess there's there's no scar. I mean, there, it's like nothing anymore. Oh, I peppered so you know him. Pepper you know how they used to open you up from. Hold on, what'd you say, AJ? You peppered him with questions the other night. Oh yeah, I talked to him for a while. Uh, dinner Saturday night. Yeah, I sat next to him. I was just asking him out all. He's he's operated on every athlete that's ever lived, pretty much. It seems like. Oh, you were peppering Doctor Elitrosh. What he says? What he yeah. Say? Oh yeah, about his ankle, Tommy John, everything. Oh, so he's become the guy for the Achilles, but he's done everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, out there yeah. in LA. Well, we got to chat with him a little bit on Sunday night. What a prestigious-looking gentleman. Oh, my yeah, God. He's a weapon. Yep. He had that three-piece suit on. Yeah, incredible. And the jacket, when he, when he first was walking, the jacket was swinging, and it was just the vest with the yeah. yep. open with the hair. Money. His hair was. I'm like, this guy. Oh, yeah. Holy hell, what are you? And then I, you know, he comes over. Hey, I'm Dr. Neil Elitrosh. I'm like, Achilles factor. You're the guy. You're the guy. Yep. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah that's, and then we got into a full conversation that party was hilarious yes. yeah it was don't like to be the guy that like uh you know drops names like that but like what a hysterical collection of counting crows guy was there yeah adam mm-hmm. dirt there he is right here right there, he was just sitting like mr jones is right here <laughs> from work mr <laughs> jones and me <laughs> so i i shake hands uh with who Mr. Jones is with, yeah. mm-hmm. and they go, Colin Crows. I'm like, oh, shit, I, okay. Yeah. And I go, what's the rhythm yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to that song? I go, what's the rhythm to that Mr. Jones song? Because uh, <laughs> the thing was real loud. Yep. And I think Ty and Connor both immediately, Mr. Jones and me. I was like, that's the guy. And then I go back, Mr. Hey, great to yep. see you. Uh, these are the boys here. Yeah, what a crew. A lot of people showed up for Aaron, man. I thought everybody hated him. Yeah, hey, I don't know. It seems like he does seem to have a lot of support from people. That's big too. What's that all about? I don't know. What's question. that about? Maybe because he didn't get surgery, and it sounds like he just oh. got some magic potion put on. Wait, you guys didn't see it? You didn't see? It? Look at his foot. We were there. No, he was just, dude, like so casual ball? walking yeah. around. That's what yeah, I mean. Dancing. Yeah. Yeah, he was. There was a dance. Moving oh, yeah. a bit. Yeah. I assume you guys yeah. weren't wearing, wearing shoes or no, he, socks. So he wasn't wearing. Nobody his, was. He That's wasn't wearing his moon boots. He wasn't wearing his moon no. boots. He was wearing, like, dress. Yeah, some Tom Ford's yeah. probably or mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, so you guys were wearing shoes. Yeah, people were had masks on. Sure, we were wearing shoes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both kinds of masks. It That's was darker, of... though, so it was it was almost part. like a darkness retreat. Yeah. Almost, but yeah. it was loud music being played. That's right. Great music. AJ, you gave a speech? Did you speak? Did you give a speech at the end of that thing? Or, that or what, what, how uh, that? Yeah, I was, forced to, I was forced up there a little what? bit. Talk a little, a little while. Did you do one of these afterwards? Drop the mic? Mm-hmm. I drove. No, I did not. I was trying to get it back to DJ Griffin, the guy, and they didn't. They wanted to keep speaking, other people. Okay. So we did. Did Shane talk. Gillis speak? No, Shane did not. Should He's have a given professional the mic to speaker. Shane. I didn't know he was there. Why not? I was in the back. I didn't know if Shane was still there. I didn't want to call him out if he wasn't. But yeah, Shane, absolutely. I should have given the mic to Shane. I thought about how we spent a majority of that night. Just yelling at Shane, <laughs> barking at him, getting yeah. up there. Go do stand up. Come on, Shane. Yeah. Think about how bad he had. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He knew what we were doing. Though. Hey, mm-hmm. AJ, what was your speech about? Like being a lion and not being able to hunt when you're hurt. Mm. I didn't get into that as much. Other people may have a little bit, but I. Uh, yeah, you know. There's motivational speech. We miss motivational yeah, speech. Now they were, were like toast, like thankful toast to Aaron. I guess. 
Okay, here's the breezes. Yeah, yeah that's 40 stuff. big deal, right? Huh? 40 big deal. Right? Big deal. There was big a lot. Deal. I mean, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was a, it was the, I mean, it was the biggest thing we've ever, I've ever. By far. Can you say where it was? Oh, some Illuminati club. Yeah. Yeah. If we tell you, they'll kill you. <laughs> Somewhere on the East Coast. <laughs> they'll, they'll drink your blood and you're, then, you know, you're, you're no longer. That was literally our thoughts as we were walking. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're not supposed to be here, obviously. This is yeah. for like super elites. And then immediately you go, yep, the Illuminati is where yeah, they live. Right. This is where they do. And then you go in there, you go in an elevator and it's like nicest room of all time. Yeah. Yep. Everything's the nicest. And then, uh, hey, can we smoke uh, some uh, tree in here? I know it's legal. You know, classic, same mm-hmm. thing. Right. No, please do not. Right, okay. okay. You sure? And then boom. You want to go up to the roof though? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely do. And uh they took care of us. Oh yeah. They yes, were, they did. They were incredibly nice there. Very yep. good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I did not expect. Very good people there. Immaculate raw bar. <sighs> Fantastic. The cookies. Everybody was dressed really fantastically, except for Shane Gillis. Correct. Uh-huh. He's yep. wearing a t shirt. <laughs> Looked like a prick. Bunch yeah. of stains on it. Did Connor have an animal shirt on? <laughs> yes, With I a did. sport coat. Okay. Mm-hmm. How sport? Black lab. Connor looked good. Couple hundred? Hundred 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 people? Yeah. Hundred twenty hundred. That DJ was incredible. Best DJ ever. Well, they shut them off to, for people to talk. Yeah. Which I don't know how you would be able to do that. Somebody had to have a lot of a lot of courage to tell that DJ who was in the I mean yeah, he, he was. was he in was in the zone. So good. Yeah. He was in the zone. Swinging a hot bat. He was. Everyone that came, it was like, whoa, another one. Yeah. Yep. Everything was starting to go, oh, how did he put this one together? That's every all night. That's all I was saying to Flynn and everyone. I didn't see this coming. No Actual artist, it feels like it, the yeah. DJ yeah. thing. Like yeah. uh, was doing that whole thing. It was like this is nice. The drinks, obviously, very heavy pours. Very heavy. Very heavy. Best pours. old fashioned I ever had. Did not expect how heavy <laughs> those pours were. Uh, Appreciated it though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wife and I dance a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah. It was a great time. Groove it. It was, was a great part. It was a good time. Right, thanks for putting that together, AJ. Thank yeah. you, Hawker. <laughs> Will he do one when he turns fifty? You think? I'm not going to make it that far. What is that, 10 years from now? Obviously? Yeah, that's a yep. decade. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to be there for that. Yeah, why not? And neither are you, that? Chuck. Whoa. Well, I'm setting a goal. It's Jesus. not going to do it. Just because he'll be in Wyoming. Christ. You're a bad yeah. guy. What? The worst. You are he'll a He'll be guy. in Wyoming. You just, yeah. You didn't hear it. Be, uh, that's all Con, Why? Why is that? Keep motivating why? me, Con. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm one of your haters. You just got to stick it to your haters, Chuck. No. You, <clears throat> Chuck should have no haters. Exactly. Yeah. Is the, what we're all thinking, including Chuck. And I'll go to bat. Hey, 10 years from now, when I turn 46 and uh, Aaron turns 50, we'll have a blast. We'll have a party. Sound good? So fun. You'll turn 110. He's not 100 years old. He isn't? He's not 100 years old. Look at how he is. What is Chuck? What are you, 54? Chuck, what are you? Can you hear him? 63. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? I would love to see Chuck at his high school reunion. He's probably like, hey, who are all these old people at my Mm -hmm. high school reunion? Because he looks so good. You do look very good. Mm -hmm. Is it because you're on that bike, right? Yep. Every day? Yep. This morning you're on it? Yep. Dog. Wow. We're lunging. Oh, yeah. Heavy lunging. Not, I'm not into nice. that. Why not? Why? <laughs> I'd like, Tough. It's hard to get up and down. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Got it. Fact. Okay, I think the lunging's helping us. I think so. I Big think it's time. helping me. You guys all look wonderful. Thank you. I'm, I'm in great there's some shape. science Thanks, Chuck. on this particular side. And this morning was difficult. Four people ordered McDonald's about 9 a.m. <laughs> and then there was uh, <laughs> apple crisp that yeah. was delivered yeah. and four dozen donuts yeah. that were delivered. So, I mean, people were attacking... From all angles, mental war on this particular it's office, Thursday. and I gave in. I'm gonna be honest. Wheels came off all fronts. Sometimes you have to. Thursday's cheat day in the office. You, you need know to. That? I think you need to. 
Had a couple fries from Tone, stole a couple of his fries from McDonald's. Wait, did anyone get McDonald's breakfast or just Zito baby did he That smells yeah. Z-Gob McDonald's breakfast, breakfast smells great. Bro, Zito showed up with his la- I was sitting, I don't know if I just got <laughs> off a call or if I was just getting on to said call. But Zito walks over to me and he just turns the screen like this and it's uh, Egg McMuffin full screen. <laughs> and he's like, "We're doing this?" And I'm like, no, no, come on, come on, come on. I just you had, almost bet. I, I said, I just had apple crisp. I just had apple crisp uh, that uh, a lovely lady dropped off here. Uh, and then I, I we got donuts. four dozen donuts. I just had one of those. I can't do McDonald's. And then he like turned it one more time. Sure. And I was like, no, no, no. So I sit down. I have this call, 15, 20 minutes. It ends. And then all of a sudden, a McDonald's bag shows up right next to me. Tone Diggs ordered McDonald's as well. Yep. Did not know Zito was ordering McDonald's. Nah. And then you go down the line, there's two other McDonald's orders all independently. I'm like, everybody was thinking about McDonald's today. We had quarter pounder with cheese. We had yep. a double cheeseburger. What? We had egg McMuffins. What? We had some nugs. I think what? Tony even yeah. had some nugs yeah. in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had the thing. whole menu in this place. I It was, well, it was a I'm war. sick of it. It was well, a battle. Pat, you know and I know. After the day we had yesterday, there's only one way to kind of raise the mood in the place, and it's Don's. Well, especially with the game we have tonight. And, AJ, we haven't even gotten your take on it yet. So tonight, lowest over-under total in 30 years. The Steelers are favored by six at home. 30-and-a-half is the point total that they are expecting. Now, that would be obviously 16-15 winner for the over to hit. Both teams would have to score multiple times. I don't know if anybody thinks that's possible. AJ, what are your thoughts on how this game's going to go? And leading up to it, are you excited about it? You know, because I've gotten, I've worked myself into a shoot. Me too. I'm excited for tonight all of a sudden, AJ. I'm absolutely excited. I heard Chuck say earlier, like, hey, he's a defensive guy. You're going to see some great defense tonight. And yeah, there may be some lack of explosiveness on offense, but I think these defenses can absolutely play and fly around. But isn't, I feel like six points is a big-time spread when the over-under is only 30. You are correct. Right? Yeah, buddy. Like call math game in the uh, business. Yeah. Which means you have to take the Patriots, I yeah. And the under. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I mean, what if for some reason it's possible that we see a shootout tonight? Could that happen? I thought that this morning. I sat down and I was like, you know what? It's the NFL. It's so stupid. Nothing makes sense. Why not tonight turn into a 49 49- 47 sure. mm-hmm. absolute stunner and shootout. Pickens goes for 250 yards. Yep. Maybe even zip on the ball, zappy, complete Whoa. some passes. I mean, who knows? There's a chance that that could happen. Then you start thinking about it. They're like, oh, Bill Belichick's on one side. Yeah. Okay. He is showcasing to the road. I still have my fastball with his defense and what he's been doing to everybody. And on the other side, Mike Tomlin's having to do the same exact thing. The only things that are, those are two very defensive minded coaches. Mm -hmm. The only things that aren't very like Hall of Fame level is like the both offensive sides. True. So that's why I think that we think there's no chance of a shootout tonight, yeah. I, I think. Even no. though I was there with you, AJ. For like, both of them have showed signs. Both of them have flashed. Both of them have flashed. Uh, there's been completions. They have they have they Down the field. When? Down the field. They haven't flashed. They're terrible. And I'm not no, saying they I saw have... uh, Juju Smith-Schuster catch that one ball. Yeah, yeah that's a Juju, Juju revenge game. Right? He might go for 400. No touchdown yeah. is plus 1,300 if you want to get in on that. And that is so low. Like it's usually so it's plus five thousand. The fact that it's plus thirteen hundred is ridiculous. Juju Smith Schuster, there's been a lot of signings over the past few years. You can throw Juju up there with, you know, Johnny Smith, one of the worst that we've ever had. But our best receiver she, Juju? Yeah. Best receiver Pop Douglas, he's out. Best 
running back, Ramondre Stevenson, he's uh, out. Kayshawn uh, Booty, which a lot of people pronounce Boote, he's uh, out. It's just there, there's nothing really for the New England Patriots that looks good. The only way they stay in the game is if they run the ball, which will drain the clock. The under is just... And you also only. like Zeke over, right? I, Zeke over, I think, is the best bet you can have for the Patriots tonight. And obviously... But you're playing the Steelers' defense. Yes, yeah. but the Steelers' defense, their only thing that they do is... Give up How many yards? tons of yards, especially on the ground. Jeez Louise. Tell, tell him we're building play here. I, well, I mean, I mean, a question. He knew what it was. Yeah, 20 seconds in the league. Yeah. Against the your favorite the team, Tone? And that was one of their the Patriots, one of the but best runners. I will say this. I uh, did see a confirmed uh, color rush will be happening tonight for the Steelers, and they are undefeated when wearing the Is it Bumblebee? Rush. No, no, no. It's all black. All black. Ooh. Oh, mama, I'm in for my life from the law. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Of the Pittsburgh Knights. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, I believe yellow. This is Pittsburgh Knights. You keep your head on a swivel. Whoa. This is Southside. <laughs> this is Carson Street. Uh-huh. This is Pittsburgh Knights. What? You'll get punched in the mouth by somebody wearing Affliction, yep. somebody wearing yep. FUBU, what? and somebody wearing everything in between. This is Pittsburgh Knights, pal. Yeah, and a uh, huge deal. I did hear a rumor that the end zones are going to be yellow, which if you're from the area, that is a big, big deal. So Damn it. they are trying to pull out all the stops to get a win tonight. They spray paint that turf. No, just the end zones. Who's getting introduced first? Ooh, who's getting introduced last? Last or first? Just Rumor has it they're also going to have a Butch Bechtold uh, sticker on the helmets. Nice. And if not, we're going oh, to be, be bummed out. We're going to be bummed out. Chuck, you were just about to go into some stats, I think, that were saying maybe Zeke does run mm-hmm. and hit his over tonight. The 22nd in the NFL. 22nd. Is that the weakness of the Steelers' defense? Is that what you're thinking? And what does that mean? It looks like it. they're 19th against, against the pass. Give up 19.1 points a game. 21st overall. Um, the good thing about this team, they don't turn the ball away. Or excuse me, give the ball away, and they turn it over. They're plus 10 turnover margins, Oof. which is number two in the National Football League. Second. Still, right, right, right. Yeah, I have a question. Well, in, in New England's minus nine. Enough. Yeah. Oh, you guys are just... They're almost... No, nine, minus nine like golf. That's our par. No. Minus nine is That would be pretty good. good. No, minus nine's great. We're nine under. Yeah, not good. That's Ch- nine more possessions for the other team. Ch- Champions golf, baby. We're, no. we're playing great. No, nine more possessions for the other team. Yeah, but we took the ball right back in all nine of those. No, actually, you didn't. That's what it says. It's 31st. Uh, New England's 31st. Uh, I don't know. Might be re- that actually accounts for rebuttals yeah. from your defense. Yeah, yeah. It does. We might be reading it wrong. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll check it. I had a question. I don't for... want to break your heart, but yeah, stink it that yeah. thing. Damn. Yeah, bad, bad. So it's Zeke, Zeke starting, right? Yeah, yeah, Zeke, and then, is and then who comes in? Bill uh, Robert Kraft because he has to get his snap at running back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because we made that we yep. made that deal. Um, and then we also have a guy who's a little Hasty? no, he's he's a little older than Bill Ty Montgomery. He'll, he'll also, <laughs> Packers, he'll also right? he's still playing. Yeah, he's still in the league. Yeah, first year was he 19. played every position for the Packers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, drafted him as a wide receiver, and then they kind of just moved him to running back. Yep, and he was great. And he was good. Yeah, very good. Eighty eight. Is that yes. what you were? Yes. yes. Stand- you guys, I remember that. I yep. was in 14. Tone, you know what? You seem bummed out today. You do. Uh, doesn't he? Every time we bring up this game, it gets all yeah. super bummed, bummed out. I'm a little bummed out because this is one of the this was one of the great rivalries for a long time, and this was a juice game, and there's just no juice tonight. Um, from juice? Yeah. juice? Have you seen the juice from look at the ju- we're overflowing with juice. Juice up. Wait, hey Gumpy, you juiced about this or what? Oh, yeah. Absolutely oh. juice. Not bummed out. Thank you. They got two tight ends, though, right? And one of them is like... Who? 
Gusecki is he still? What's that mean? Oh, oh, that, that was that Hunter was, Henry. Did you just did you, you just Illuminati? Did you just that? Chuck, do the yeah? What was that Illuminati? Oh, what was that? that? What are you doing, dude? He did like he's a circle or a heart. He's got the best gritty. Oh, ever. that was the. Can you show us how he does yeah. it. Oh, oh God, yeah. God, we didn't know you were dancing there. We thought you were shouting some people out there. We thirty six years in football. Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. And we don't know. We don't right. know who you yeah. know and, and what you don't know. You know what I do know though is that a report is coming out from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers camp. And I didn't know about the situation that was brewing down there until about five to ten minutes before this show started. Have you heard about Chris Godwin's wife and Todd Bowles, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and everything going on on social media? Now, there was a report that Todd Bowles said that the Bucks subbed Chris Godwin out more than usual on Sunday because he's more banged up than most. That, contri- that contributed to his lack of receptions on the day, but his touchdown run was huge. Yeah. So then Mrs. 15, Mrs. Godwin, she uh, said the claim versus the receipt. Chris played half a snap less than his season average of 52 and a half snaps per game. So that is not true, what he just said. And then she would also go on to say, I'm not sure why we are just blatantly lying here, regardless of how banged up Chris is. He continues to work his ass off, hasn't missed a game, continues to run great routes and get open. Love that she's doing objective football analysis. Yep. I don't know why things are the way they are. This isn't my team to coach. But this lying on Chris and implying negativity on his work ethic is infuriating. Let's not act like he had to be subbed out so much more than usual, when in fact, he's been playing just the same. Is this contrary year for Chris Godwin? No, they just paid him mm-hmm. a ton okay. of money. Okay, so I appreciate that she is like, you know, sticking up for her husband and everything like that, but this obviously like we, hey, I love love. Love, love, love. love. Yeah. Yeah. Now this yeah. adds a completely another thing that Chris is going to have to deal with in the building and Todd's going to have to deal with in the building where she is not, right? I don't think she's going to work every single day, so they're going to have to handle this entire thing it adds. And then she followed up with a, a response uh, the following day uh, in response to the reaction to everything that she posted and said. And she goes, lots of people drawing conclusions of things that I didn't say from what I posted yesterday, which is to be expected from the internet, obviously. We are the problem. To be clear, my point was that I don't see, I don't like seeing Chris work so hard, even through injuries, and it be said that he was essentially only working part-time. That just wasn't true, so it was frustrating to see. And because of how he prides himself on working hard no matter what and not using injuries as an excuse, that felt like implying negativity on his work ethic. But I am hopeful and excited for the next game, as I always am, and it's always go Bucks. That doesn't change. Nice. All right, so that, okay. that clears it all Happy up. Like We're that. Good. that clears it all up. Happy now, ending. the only reason why I bring that up is because we have a former head coach in the NFL, obviously a former assistant coach in the NFL. These things obviously much more prevalent these days with the ability to post on social media and everything to be seen and heard. Shout out to the internet. How she said, how does Todd Bowles deal with this, you think? Does he address it? Does he act like it doesn't exist? What do you think he does? And how do you think this affects team going forward? No, you don't need the distraction. You know? And I'm sure he'll address it with the with Chris. Um, have a conversation. You know, he's not going to call his wife in and have a combo with her. Mrs. 12. For, for God's sake, you know? But... Like you said, they, this has happened before, you know, and got guys probably run out of the league before. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, what? Don't you remember? Um, Chuck, the one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cortland Finnegan. Remember Cortland? Oh, Tennessee yeah. Titan. He's the one that fought yep. yeah, Andre Johnson. Johnson. Yes. Had a long career. Good, ball, good ball player. 
I mean, really good ball player and had, you know, significant other that, I mean, cared for him just like Chris's wife cares for him and got frustrated about whatever. And you can say, I mean, you put stuff out there and people are going to see it. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris Godwin, hell of a football player. Yes. We appreciate the fact that his wife loves him Mm -hmm. and doesn't appreciate what the narrative is potentially being portrayed. But also, Chris probably, you know, not as pumped about the conversation that had to happen immediately mm-hmm. afterwards. Sure. We just hope everybody puts the swords down. That's, That's right. right. Got a lot of season left down there in Tampa, AJ. Big game. Though. So much. Hour so three continues weeks. on YouTube and ESPN+. Plus. Nailed it. Bango. Go. Bingo, yeah. bango. They're on the road at Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. And you got Because Atlanta, Tampa, um, New Orleans, they're still all – because the – because that division, because division, yeah, they're all terrible. Because it's terrible. They are all struggling. So. James Winston's about to. Did you see him walking through the Pelicans Arena last night? Like I did. God, everybody's like, "Hey, that's yeah, our quarterback." Yeah. You think Derek Carr's getting that same reaction? No way. No. There might be a different vibe down there. I yeah. agree. Might be a little different vibe down there. I mean, they do need to throw God in the ball because I took his over on Sunday and he didn't get one receiving. Yeah, am I missing something here? I'm sorry. What did I? What am I missing context wise with? She thinks it's implying. I didn't take anything like if he wasn't playing less. If he would play 30 plays, I just feel I'm confused. I'm sorry. Yeah. I appreciate it, but I'm just confused. I think I'm, I didn't take it as an implied slight to Godwin's work ethic that he said, I'm like, I almost took it as a positive. Like, hey, this dude's banged up and he's still playing 52, averaging 52 plays a game. And he did that again. Scored yeah. a touchdown. I think that's probably what Todd uh, yeah. was like okay. implying, okay. I think. But. I mean, everybody hears things, you know, okay. like food. Then we're good. Then it's, all, then it's not an issue then, I feel like. She just wants to see her husband happy, AJ. I mean, too much to I ask. get it. I get it. Our loved ones, they do. They feel like they, they will, will – you want them to go to bat for you. You do. You would like a supportive yeah. spouse. Yeah. Yes. Part of the team, too. Well, what was the number, the biggest discrepancy between 58 and 52? Mm-hmm. Six snaps? Yeah. And the targets. Well, that's what she was saying, though. Mm-hmm. She was saying. But she didn't say – Bulls she didn't did. say like, hey, he's not he's not really doing his job, so we, he doesn't play as much. He said he's banged up. She was probably hearing a lot in were they were they no they were were they? I think home? she was hearing fans talk. Yeah, about they were at home. Yeah, probably hearing a lot of fans. Oh, talk you think about this it. has been maybe boiling? If I had to take a guess, and Mrs. Twelve was like, right. enough. Yeah, okay. if I had to take a guess. Why is Godwin suck this year? People saying that yeah, he does not trying his hard. Yeah. Yeah. Got didn't even play. What she's she's probably hearing that. <laughs> so that's. You know, Todd just so happened to potentially. Yeah. Get Maybe the, they're taking him away. He's a good player. He's highly Great respected. Player. Yeah, Great you know, player. and Mike Evans. He's unbelievable. I think that's probably why Mike Evans has just been killing teams, and Godwin really hasn't been getting as many looks. But also, a thousand yards. Yeah, like who? Extra years. I know, like you loves him when he played with him. Loves him. Penn State guy. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping he was going to come to Indianapolis whenever he yeah. was almost going to be yeah. a free agent. Yeah, yeah. he go. He's one of those guys they motion in to block. And he no, does Godwin's really well. a killer. Yeah. He's a killer. That dude that is ass. tough as nails. Like he's scary to think of defending that. Yes. Guy. So final takeaway from all of us is uh, we appreciate that she loves her husband. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But also, she she's not going to be there when the uncomfortable situation uh-huh. happens. No. That's kind of our takeaway from being in the building. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Sure. Also hey, possible that he I mean, was the one who was like, "Hey, you need to fucking send another." Like clear this up. Like we're not we're not gonna keep going. questions. Yeah. He's gonna have to answer the media. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna have to answer the media right. now about it. Right. Like, this you is can't the whole do this to me. This is the whole <laughs> Yeah. If he if he has a game where he doesn't get a single Exactly. It, do you think it's potentially Your because, wife had a lot of issues with uh Yeah, because then the easy thing is like, oh pillow talk is the reason why this is happening. Yeah. You know, so Man. it's just like what it could become. Mm-hmm. It's so, just so much is it is the juice worth the squeeze? I hope it is. All right. And Nick I appreciate Baker. 
Baker and Chris's wife, Baker's wife and Chris's wife sit. Yeah, maybe they, all four of them go out. They go right? to They're the Cheesecake Factory. They it's have, the holidays or yeah, somewhere. Great Big restaurant. They have a couple. Yeah, they have a couple drinks together. Maybe share a cheesecake. You know, platter. maybe someone has corn dog cobs. <laughs> yeah, we have boom sliders. There, there is a delicious really anything cheesecake you can factory think of. very close to the Bucks Stadium. Boom. Oh yeah, we've, oh yeah, we've actually we've been, been there. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's quite delightful. It's very good. Yeah. It's great. Okay, so that's what they Chris need to Godwin do. has played eighty-four percent of the snaps this year. Which what is, did he play last year? I'll, I will look that up in a second, but AQ just sent in the screenshot. It's the most of uh, any all the wide receivers on the team. He's the highest snap percentage. That's because he's a workhorse, yeah. baby. How many uh, catches and yards? Well, no. I, I don't We're know. talking about work right now. Yeah. No, 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 I know. But I, I think her, that's her qualm. I, I don't know if she... I don't know if the place is the qualm because looking at the thing, there's just no, there's no way that that is what it is because they're all even, and he's playing more than 50 snaps. 44 receptions this year, had 104 last year. Oh, yeah. Still got time. So that's what you said. Somebody has said, why ain't they throwing to your husband? What's yeah. he doing? Can well, you imagine that? And then Todd says he's not on the field as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if. It's like he's, he is. No, and he's getting open. And she's letting him know, too. He's Great run, routes. Running good routes. Great routes. I've been watching him. He's been yep. harder this year. Yeah. Running the whole tree. <laughs> yeah. I like that part. He's running great. Not as not only is he getting open, he's running great routes and getting open. Like she, hey, she's informed. She knows ball. She's invested. She yeah. Which once again we appreciate. She's Correct. bummed yes. out. She is bummed out. She is bummed out. She's bummed out. Bummed out. They lost power too. Whenever she sent that out, yeah, right? Bummed out. <laughs> Is happening tonight as the team celebrates a game that is certainly going to be a bit boring, potentially. Could maybe. be a shootout as this man maybe thinks into the universe. College football national champion, Super Bowl champion, A.J. Hawk. Hey, maybe, AJ. Hey, maybe a shootout tonight, A.J. Why not? It's always possible, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. I really am. Now, there has been some games where they say, this is going to be a shootout, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. ha- there has been some games where people said, it's going to be terrible, and then it becomes an offensive showcase. Monday night. Yeah, bingo. Could have been. Yeah. yeah. Was. Yeah. That whole thing is possible this evening. Absolutely. But the more likely situation yes. with the parties involved, mm-hmm. just if we know anything about anything for the last, I don't know, 20 years on both sides, mm-hmm. actually 20 years on both sides of this thing, is we got a blood ball game tonight. Yes. Who's going to win trenches? How's the defense going to show up? Who's going to get taken away? And who's going to make the one play that changes this entire game? 60 minutes, probably one play will be the difference maker. And that's why we'll be on the edge of our seats the entire time. Damn right. Talks to tables here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. Con man, that's your team, the Patriots. Yeah. And are they going to be the team that's going to make the play to win this whole thing? Uh, I sure hope not. Uh, we, we've See, made that's it this another far. part of the problem. No, problem. no, no, no. We've made it problem. this far. We're playing. Tony is playing for a playoff spot. The Patriots are playing for the number one pick. That's the reality of the situation. I'm hoping it's competitive, competitive, competitive. We're going down maybe to kick a game-tying field goal a la the New York Giants. We either miss the field goal or we fumble the ball or we turn it over or the clock just decides. So to you're go. in it the whole game, but yes. then inevitably you end up boosting your draft status for the offseason. Yahtzee. Okay, and on the other side of this, one half of the hammer, Cowboys tone digs. You're hoping for a big-time win, but don't seem very optimistic about it. Hoping for a big-time win... Um, I, you know, when you're a fan this long, you kind of see how things are going to go. I would, 
I, I would bet a good amount of money that Malik Cunningham is going to win the game for the Patriots. AJ, do you hear this, dude? He's been like this all week, pretty much. I thought this was your favorite team. Is this is this what kind of fan you are, Tone? Are you always this wow. doom and gloom? Yeah. They're in the playoffs right now. If the playoffs started today, your squad is there. Yeah, and you know we we'd go in, we'd lose the first round, and be bummed out. All right, you're right, yeah. but you seem to be bummed out right now. Let's yeah. let's not get bummed out until then. You're let's right. at least enjoy right. some moments, maybe a win no, over the New England Patriots. And cool. joining us also in the studio is a man who we all have great admiration for. That's right. Thirty six years as a football coach, eighteen in college, eighteen in the NFL. Chuck, you love. You love defense football. Tonight's your night, baby. Yeah, oh, Tonight's your night. And now, you haven't given us your pick yet. You're 8-3-1 and one against the spread on these Thursday night games. But you 100% know what's going to happen in this game in your eyes and how you feel it's going to go. You have your decision already made? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to hear it. So am I. Yeah, we know. I'm legitimately yeah. excited to hear who he thinks. You heard the stats he was giving about the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. 22 uh, on the, against the run, 19 against the pass. That's not normal for the Steelers to be in the middle of the pack mm-hmm. like that. It just seems like they're better, though, doesn't it? Like oh, when you think oh, about oh, CJ, I see. The number, but when you think of the oh, numbers. Barry Lee. Oh, wow. There it is. It's showing. <laughs> They're still in the playoff hunt, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of play for In the playoffs. A ton to play for. You're at home. Why would you not show up and just kick the living shit out of these guys? Why not? For the good of everybody. And, Tone, you're saying. Why wouldn't you show up and kick the living shit out of the Cardinals? Well, it was two rain delays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how you Can you imagine being in there for an hour and a half? No way. And then, as the coach, you got to go in and jazz them up. And do the pregame speech again. I'm sorry. Hey, Win one for the get, you Were know. the Cardinals in those delays too, or no? They were just out there still running practice. Well, they had, they had a home game because all yeah, the Yenzers yeah. left the stadium. Mm-hmm. Joining us now uh, is not a football guy, but he's certainly a man that understands the world. Amen. And right now he's working his ass off because his sport that he covers is in the middle of a very important time, which is known as the... Oh, yeah, the winter meetings, baby. Nothing more important. Which are happening in... They were in Nashville. I believe they ended yesterday. But he's still there because there might be some more tidbits to oh. pick up. Oh. The face of baseball for ESPN. The Jet, Jeff Passon. You see that? You see that jet that just flew oh, by? Yeah, yep. Couldn't even see it. There was a jet that just flew by right there. We got, yeah, right right by. We got graphics now. Uh, jet, great to see you. Yeah. Whoa. 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 I saw that. that. Hit me. Oh, did you see that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that so that's one? what $10 million a year buys you. All right. Is that nice. what it is, or is it more than that? What is, <laughs> the, uh, one jet. Okay, yeah. Uh, anyways. That's uh, the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Jet, oh, what are you talking whoa. about? Whoa. It's, uh, I, I think there was more. There's been two already. I yeah. think there's actually six uh, of them well, that are doing a fly. Can we get another fly? Oh, oh, there we go. Whoa. I hate right. right. so fast. They're really fast. They're in. They're in a pattern, Jet. Yeah. We don't just get to call them willy-nilly no. whenever. They're coming in at the same angle. Oh, look, I think there's another. Oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, oh, oh. There's four. Oh, I think there's two more loaded oh, in the chamber. I'm not 100% sure, so we'll keep our eyes peeled for the other Jet. We'll hear it coming. That was crazy. Oh, 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 geez, oh that one must have been one of those UFO ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah no right No sign. Uh, anyways, Jed, it's great to have you back. Baseball is in the middle of a big time. The only reason why I know that is because it cracked into my timeline yesterday. Juan Soto is now a member of the New York Yankees. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. 25 years old. Ty told me he's a future Hall of Famer. They already know that, and he's very young. How did this move come to be, and what are the Yankees looking to do after a disastrous year last year, Jed? A lot of this comes from the fact that the San Diego Padres had 
an extremely disappointing 2023 season, Pat. And, you know, after they didn't make the playoffs with a record-high franchise payroll, they wanted to cut money back. And because they have so many guys, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Xander Bogart, Hugh Darvis, Joe Musgrove, all have no trade clauses, they could not move any of those guys. And the only way to cut money from this payroll was to get Juan Soto to another location. And the New York Yankees matched up perfectly with them. The Yankees needed a left-handed outfield bat. Juan Soto was the best one in baseball. New York Yankees had young starting pitching. The Padres need starting pitching. So from the beginning, those two matched up perfectly. And this was just a trade that made too much sense not to happen. It adds Juan Soto to the outfield with Aaron Judge. And, oh, I mean, they just keep coming. It adds Juan Soto with Aaron Judge. And, and makes the Yankees a lot more formidable offensively. After they finished 25th in runs scored in Major League Baseball last season, the, the sort of number that you just do not expect from a Yankees team. Go ahead, AJ. Jay, what about Shohei? What's going on there? What, what's anything new? We're not what does it look it. like? Can't talk what would you predict, Jet? Uh, we are on Shohei watch right now because I think sometime in the next – probably 96 hours or so, Whoa. we're going to have a much better sense of where Shohei Otani is going to wind up. And look, the favorites from the beginning, AJ, have been the Los Angeles Dodgers. This is a team that every year goes out and spends $250-plus million on payroll, has been over $300 million in the past, and needs a guy like that. Uh, Otani is familiar with Southern California, having spent the first six seasons of his career with the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, the interesting thing, though, is what the Toronto Blue Jays have done. The Blue Jays, out of nowhere, have made a really strong run at Otani. And I'm not sure if they're considered the favorites at this point, because this whole thing has been under a shroud of secrecy. And, you know, the Dave Roberts, the Dodgers manager, acknowledged a couple days ago that the Dodgers had met with Otani. And, like, pearls were being clutched everywhere because, frankly, Otani and his camp went to everyone before the process started and said, we don't want any leaks, we don't want this in the media, we want no acknowledgement that this historic free agency is happening right now, which I think is, uh, honestly, understandable, but kind of a ridiculous conceit because baseball needs all the help and all the love it can get. And I know Shohei Otani provides that on the field, but just imagine if this thing had turned into not even a circus. Imagine if Otani showed up to a ballpark or showed up to a meeting and took a picture and put it on Instagram. There's there's like no responsibility talk. for that. But oh, yeah. You 100% would. It, it, you know, okay, where's Shohei today? He's in L.A. He's in Toronto. He's in San Francisco. He's in Chicago. He's going all over the place. He's meeting with these people. You just have to have a caption that says, you know, if you're at Dodger Stadium, I would love to have a Dodger dog. Or or if you're up in Toronto, like I'm not I fucking coming I mean, weed with Drake. Yeah, this place blows. Actually, no, if you're if you're in Toronto, it oh. could say, uh, we got sick of Gumpy after four hundred forty six days and booted him back to the US. Oh, good to see you again, Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Speaking so, of awful things, no, my God, Connor, that no, shirt is worse no. than the Patriots. Oh, see, so you're oh. reaching there. The Patriots joke was good. You know this isn't a bad shirt, Jet, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that was uh, Gumpy 
then con man. Yeah, and yeah. We were trying to predict we was who order. was going to get buried first, and then yeah, I had to get it in. Yeah, that, hey, which we hey, thank you. That, that, it just dropped quick. a couple missiles. I will on say that. Yeah, remember you said what? Ten million dollars <laughs> gets you one jet. That's been seven, eight. Yeah, of yeah about exactly. that. Seven, eight of these things climbing. The Blue Angels just yeah. came through this entire thing. Uh, you re- listed off a bunch of places when you were fantasizing about what a Shohei Otani free agency could be. You said Chicago, L.A., Toronto, um, San Francisco. Are those the yep. th- like? Who, how many people were in this conversation? Just from. What you know, which is obviously very little because Shohei's team doesn't want anybody to know anything. I mean, at the beginning, we thought that Boston was going to be in it and that Texas was going to be in it. The New York Mets were going to be in it. But uh, I think pretty early on, they recognized the likelihood of getting Otani was probably pretty minimal. And so they pivoted toward other things. And there haven't been a whole lot of moves in free agency at this point because Otani has not signed and because Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the right-hander out of Japan, who's probably himself going to get upward of $300 million, uh, has not signed. So the market's kind of been stuck at this point. There haven't been a lot of transactions so far, uh, but there's a good reason because Otani is the best player that we've ever seen and because Yamamoto is 25 years old. And in baseball, it's so extraordinarily rare that you see a 25-year-old free agent, a guy whose best years, frankly, you can get. And so, oh, are you picking it up? There we go. Uh, and and so once those guys sign, you know, Otani, I think it's probably going to be early next week. Yamamoto is going to be more like mid-December. And once that happens, everything else is going to move. But how the much, fact that Soto got Shohei? dealt to the Yankees. How much Shohei? What do you think? I, I want to hear what like is he a, gonna pitch? a football guy thinks. Yeah, he'll pitch eventually. So, he won't pitch this year, but he's going to pitch after that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Will he hit and pitch after this year? So this year, yep. they're just resting yep. the elbow pretty much? Had elbow surgery and got to take the year off from pitching. But, you know, most guys who have Tommy John surgery or a reconstructed elbow surgery end up coming back. We don't know how good he's going to be. But he will come back, and you know, from what I have been told, the expectation is that for at least the next half decade, he has the opportunity to go and be the type of pitcher that he was, which was a Cy Young caliber guy, in addition to being one of the best hitters in the game. Okay, so Ty just said $600 million. Is that yeah. what? 600 How many years? I would guess if it's 600 it's probably going to be twelve. But they could potentially spread it out over, you know, 13 or 14. Uh, when you've got guys who are pitching into their early 40s, um, you can rationalize a contract. You remember when the NHL was trying to spread, like, contracts over so many years, like these 15-year deals that uh, were getting scoffed at? With baseball, you've got guys like Justin Verlander pitching into their 40s, Rich Hill pitching into their 40s. So it's a very reasonable idea that Shohei Otani – could probably won't, but could pitch into his forties. They're paying people six hundred million dollars to hit baseballs right now. They sure are. Come on, Connor. Man. Oh! 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 It's not bad, Pat. It works. That's broke. That's broke forever. <laughs> oh no! That's broke forever. What'd you hit? <laughs> Good contact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> not that's moving. Broke. That's broke forever. No, it's not moving. 
Hacker's gonna hack on Great hack. Six hundred million dollars. Wait, what? Gap. What broke? I think it's his PTZ here. I think. Oh, okay. Resetting. Resetting. It's like R two D. What are you standing there for? I'm hitting balls, trying yeah. to make six hundred million dollars. Move camera. It's dead. <laughs> Things dead. Oh no. Oh. oh, oh no. No. Shut down. Wow. wow. Oh, 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 oh. oh, no, yeah. It's, oh, it's a little it's, fuzzy. It's, it's not going past that that little, yeah. Try spinning the other way. Yeah. Those oh. are cheap. Wait, though, we're right? back. We're back. I'm moving. Oh, 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 nice. Oh. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Oh, hey. There, there we go. Hey, that's super. It understood. Yeah. Think hey, listen. Take a hit. We got $600 million to make. That's what yeah. this PTZ just said. Hey, way to go. We'll have some dirt on it, camera. Yeah. Good thing about this camera here, uh, Jet, I will say, and all the other ones. So they're all 4K cameras. You know, I had to get it whenever we uh, when we built this place. Yeah, high quality. Had to, you know what I mean? Had to had to do that because in four years this is going to be the archaic. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So that was before we go to ESPN. So then we go to ESPN, and uh, yeah, we actually have to dumb down all these cameras yep. to get down to 1080. <laughs> of course. You know because yeah. So that was uh, so this this thing is uh, too qualified for its current. Profession, yeah, and it's got toughness. This thing personifies our show. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you for being the great okay. PTC. Yeah, hell yeah, that's it's our brother. Bob Spillane. That yeah. is our yeah, Bob. Is our that's Bobby. our dump truck. Love you, Bobby. Yeah. Well said. Six hundred million dollars guaranteed forever. That's like the like Benia is what still getting paid. Yeah, yeah. right. Isn't that uh, that's still happening over there in baseball? Yeah, but, but Pat, here's here's the thing about why Wait. you can rationalize six hundred million for Oton. Definitely because. I, I, Billion. No, I mean the guy. The guy is a business. You know, he is the most recognizable and beloved figure in the entire country of Japan. Like over there, he's an absolute god. And so you have money coming to the team that signs him for marketing deals, for licensing deals. Uh, I mean, you can rationalize Bye. that. You are going to pay for Shohei Otani's on-field salary, or at least very much supplement it, simply through off-field stuff alone. Not to mention the tickets, the concessions, the parking, all those things. And and that's why Toronto makes the most sense, honestly, because no, like Toronto has so much to gain. They just spent three hundred million dollars to renovate their stadium. Another hundred million dollars on the renovation of their minor league complex or their spring training complex, rather. And so, with those two things right there, that's a really hefty outlay. And after a disappointing finish to the season last year, fans there are disillusioned. They came into the season wanting one of two guys. They want either Shohei Otani or Juan Soto. And Juan Soto just went to the Yankees. So, Otani's the one who's left. And, I, you know, the Blue Jays are pouring everything they can into getting Otani. I mean, what a game changer for Toronto uh, that would be. I, no, I've once saw the Blue Jays play against the uh, Yankees. Yankees against yeah. the Yankees in their ballpark. It was. Uh, were we there for Royal Rumble? Survive? What was up there? I forget. Was that during the maybe War Games? Games? There was War something Games. was up there. We were up there for a WWE event and had like five hours, and we're just walking through the city, and it was like. Oh, the Blue Jays are playing the Yankees today. So we should try to go to this game. We do. We get in there. We're so beautiful ballpark. Yeah, it was awesome. Fans showed up. 
Yeah, I don't think uh, the Blue Jays yeah. were necessarily great at that point, but it was beautiful vibes. Sunburn, I think, right? I, I, oh, yeah, if definitely. I, if I recall. The roof was up? Toronto's amazing. I didn't, yeah, Toronto is a beautiful city, but that is not where the MLB wants Shohei to go, right? That wouldn't be, right? Wouldn't that I, be? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if, if ideally, of course they want him to be a Dodger because, you know, it's L.A. It's it, He personifies L.A. just in the star quality alone. Because you look around Major League Baseball, there are a lot of great players. No offense, Toronto. Baseball. We love Toronto. Right, sure. But it's just like, there's there no way lo- the biggest star in the history of the league. That's No, you that's know? the point. There are a lot of great players in baseball. There are not a lot of stars. Shohei Otani's a legitimate star. And so to see him in L.A. in a lineup with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman at Dodger Stadium every night. I mean, it would, you know, it would be a scene and it would be fantastic for baseball. But I like the idea that a market like Toronto, which again, big city, but you know, the resonance in the United States isn't all that great. Uh, Seeing Shohei Otani up there would be awesome for Toronto, but Major League Baseball, if it had its druthers, yeah, of course they want him in L.A. Of course they want him playing. play in Listen, we're playing for a piece of metal, and that piece of metal is going to be won by a bigger star in America. <laughs> uh, but um, don't, no offense, Toronto. That is me just asking as a journalist yeah. about what, Generally. you know, would be the, the best thing out there. But if he ends up going to Toronto and then just puts that city and team on his back, that'd be a great story, too. Sure. All of Canada would rally, right, Gumpy? I mean, legit. I don't think so. I don't think uh, many people like the Blue Jays in Canada, whether you're in Toronto. He's a Sox fan. Yeah, some, just someone tell Otani to Google Trudeau, and then let's see if he still goes to Toronto. What is your problem? You think I'm he's getting saying. into world politics? I'm just saying. Shohei Otani is bringing people together. He's yeah. not worried about tearing people apart. He's not bringing politics in this decision. I don't like, though, um, that – actually, I do. I respect the hell out of it. And in 2023, it's fascinating. The fact that Jet doesn't know. Yeah, crazy. That's that's really impressive to me, especially in a league where you would think there'd be a bunch of leaks everywhere. Them kind of standing strong with not letting anybody know where he's headed, I like it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I appreciate it. But we would have talked every single day with every photo that popped up about Shohei, just like we did when Deshaun. Yeah. yeah. Remember when he had like a green hat on? Oh, yeah. It was like Deshaun Watts is going to be an eagle or a jet going or something. To the like. Dolphins. We would have done the same thing for Shohei. The fact that he said no to that, I respect it. Ty has a bunch for you now. Jet, let's go back to the other uh, Japanese sensation that you mentioned, the sweet, sweet boy, uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Um, Steve Cohen was just over there to meet with him, and I know, I think Brian Cashman's going over there on Monday. Everyone talks about uh, Cashman, like, you know, the Yankees kind of like supplement in years. They spend a bunch of money, typically the year after. They don't do that, but I think everyone knows Yankees fans especially, like, they got to fucking get this guy. Absolutely have to. I think Michael Kay mentioned that, like, Yamamoto is really intrigued by, like, the Yankees' legacy and, and you know, the pinstripes and all that kind of stuff. What are the odds, um, or I guess where does it stand right now with, like, kind of his pecking order of who he wants? I know $300 million, A lot of people are saying that might be the, the going price. And then the other piece I'm curious about, I saw a lot of people mentioning that the Padres won the Soto trade because it, it like isn't a foregone conclusion that Soto will sign a long-term extension with the Yankees. That right. that's bullshit, right? Like there's no way after giving up King and some of those other guys that they're going to let Soto go or or what's going on there. Oh no, they they absolutely could lose Soto after this season. But let's remember Scott Boris is Juan Soto's agent. True. And 
Juan Soto turned down, guys, a 15-year, $440 million offer from the Washington Nationals when he was there. Would have made him the highest paid player in baseball history. And he turned it down. He has got diamond hands when it comes to reaching free agents. And I think he... Like, I think he, he's a guy who understands what his value is. Pat, you said this earlier. He's a future Hall of Famer. And it's weird to say that about a baseball player who's like five years into his career and who, with his swing, could go and play for another 15. But that's how good he is. He understands that the combination of production that he has with a 946 OPS over his first five seasons and the age at which he would reach free agency, 26, we haven't seen anything like that since Alex Rodriguez. And remember, Alex Rodriguez, when he had free agency, doubled the previous high contract. Went from $126 million to $252 million. Now, I'm not saying that Soto is going to necessarily reach the $600 million that a lot of people are anticipating Otani is going to get. But if Soto goes out into free agency, I think he's a $500 million plus dollar player. I think there's no question about that. And so... It is no foregone conclusion. I think why the Yankees tie gave up as much as they did, and they did give up a lot. They gave up four big league starting pitchers, three of them have been there, one of whom in Drew Thorpe will be there, and a catcher in Kyle Higashioka where there is no good catcher on the market right now to get in free agency. They solved a lot of the Padres' problems in one fell swoop. But they did it, I think, not just for the production that Soto's going to bring in 2023, but the fact that they get a one-year's head start on recruiting and they get one year to sell this guy, that you want to be part of this New York Yankees legacy. You want to be out there in Monument Park with Ruth, with Mantle, what? with Barra, with Jeter, what? with all the great names. Hey, you want to go into the Hall of Fame wearing a New York Yankees hat. And if they can get that done, then whatever they gave up, is going to 100% be worth it. And the pitcher? Yeah, Yamamoto. Oh, Yamamoto. Uh, I, I think Yamamoto wants to get paid. You know, like, I, and, and here's the thing. Steve Cohen flew all the way to Japan to see him. He didn't, like, take a cross-country play. No, like, PJ all the way to the other side of the world. And so... Had to stop if the he's, if, Had to. What were they if flying, he is, If he is... If he is willing to do that, it, it didn't fly as fast as the jet here, but uh, if, if he is willing to do that. Is coming? No. <laughs> if he's willing to do that, uh, I think that says a lot about how he feels about Yamamoto. You know, they didn't get Soto. They are not going to get Otani. Uh, but and to get, get Yamamoto. Back, right? to, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the, and the Mets get they got, back? they got it. They got it. Yeah, they got Edwin Diaz coming back this year. Uh, they, they want him pretty bad. I, I would not discount, beyond the Yankees and Mets, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, yes. the Cubs, and if they miss on Otani, the Blue Jays, along with the Giants, if they miss on Otani, too. Like all, That's the interesting thing about this offseason in baseball. All the big-money teams guys want to spend. And there's just a limited amount of players to do it on. Ty's disgusted. His He's face so is so disgusted <laughs> while you were talking there. We're having a little good time over here, starting to hum the trumpet song for Diaz, Shooting doing the whole thing, having a good time. So bad. Talking about what plane 
Cohen flew over 16 I'm, hours. I'm not worried about that because Cashman's been over there a bunch of fucking times. He saw him throw a no hitter in September over there. So like he he get if yep. if Cashman knows, hey, listen, you know everyone's already calling for his fucking job. Soto's a nice little start. Go bring fucking Yamamoto home, okay? I want some soda. I want it. I mean, Masahiro Tanaka is one of my favorite Yankees of all time. I need another Japanese horse to add to the fucking the bench. I just I need him. You do. You really. Ty, let me. Ty, uh, let me say. Let me. Let me say this, Ty. You know who Yamamoto reminds me of? Who? He is the closest thing I've seen to Tim Lincecum. And you remember how electric Lincecum was when he was playing? Yep. Man. I mean Yamamoto's not a big guy. He's only five foot ten. He's like 180 pounds, but he's a crazy athlete. Fastball up to 99 as a, like an otherworldly curveball and splitter. He's really, really good. So I can understand why you want him as much as you do. What What have we missed? What did we not ask about that we should have asked about? We hit on the good stuff. White Sox leaving Chicago. Oh, Connor has a question. Yeah, Jed, uh, White Sox going to Nashville. Going to be the Nashville White Sox or something cool like that. And also, when are we going to watch our first uh, Las Vegas Aces or whatever the hell they're going to call the Oakland? Not the Aces. The Aces Aces are two-time world champion. True, true. Shout out to the Aces, by the way. Uh, Shout out. out. Las Vegas Bunnies. I think that's taking Las Vegas what? Yeah, I think bunnies. Bunny Ranch is not in Vegas. Yeah. Bunnies. Ah, bring back it. the fifty okay. ones. Yeah, there you go. Bring back the fifty ones. We know what that is. Area. Uh, to answer the latter question, they're supposed to move there. The new stadium's going to open in two thousand twenty-eight. The question Christ. is, where are the A's going to? Yeah, where are the A's going to play be before that? They're going to go back to Oakland. This is the same thing that happened <laughs> with the Raiders, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> you got to go back to Oakland. Yeah. Well, they have one year on the lease left in Oakland. Oh, After that, buddy. The, the, you know, the, the, the city of Oakland owns half of the Oakland Coliseum, so they can say, get your ass out of here. Okay. Like, they, they could they could really stick it to the A's. Uh, and, I mean, after, frankly, after losing the team like that, I wouldn't blame them one bit for that. A- as for Nashville, you know, I think it was intentional that Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the White Sox, was seen meeting with the mayor of Nashville. Um, because all owners are looking for in this situation is leverage, right? And this is a time-honored tradition by owners across all sports to try and say, oh, I'm going to threaten to move here, and uh, yeah, you're going to lose your team, so give me a bunch of money to build a new stadium, which is stupid because publicly funded stadiums are stupid. Agreed. But Major League Baseball Baseball has been targeting Nashville as an expansion city for a long time. And the idea that they are going to give up a market like that, that's going to generate a two-plus billion dollar expansion fee so Jerry Reinsdorf can move his team down there, I just do not see something like that happening. I don't think that's realistic. The White Sox are a team that have been around for more than a century, and to move them out of Chicago would be uh, the, like, I mean, it would be the dirtiest, coldest nastiest thing that we have seen mm. in sports. Like, I'm not just Funky. talking the A's there, moving after yeah. half a century. Like, across the sports landscape. Guys, I'm from Cleveland. Jerry Richardson. The Browns Boo. got yanked away from me. Yanked away from me in my childhood. And it was the absolute worst. And I can look at you and say that the Chicago White Sox leaving Chicago would be worse than that. And what about staying Kroenke with the St. Louis Rams? What about him? 
<laughs> pretty pretty devastating. Pretty devastating. I mean, I was pretty. I was, yeah, you know, it's pretty Suit. devastating. I mean, they're sued <laughs> yeah. for a billion. They, they hate them over there in St. Louis. They actually. I, I don't. I don't want. I, I know. I know. I don't want. They to showed up to another league. Yeah. They showed up to another league. Sold the stadium Art, out. Yeah. For another Art league. Modell, Art Modell ripped away my team that was being run by Ozzie Newsom, who's a genius and who went and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That and would suck. The Cleveland Browns still. Have not won a Super Bowl, yeah. so and they're in your know, division now. Too. Thought, yeah. thought you were a Chiefs fan. They won a Super Bowl pretty quickly too. Yeah, and same with the Rams. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, pretty quick. Was part of that mess for a minute. Where? <laughs> Cleveland. Before it left? No, after. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. no, it's still a dumpster fire. Well, not now. Not <laughs> now. Not, uh, <laughs> no, obviously not now. You're not talking about the modern. Yeah. No. no. You're talking about back in the day. Joe Flacco. I understand started. what you're saying, though, but the league meetings are in Nashville. Old buddy's meeting with the mayor. The MLB wants that town bad, right? Vandy baseball is a big deal, I think, yeah. uh, from what I've Huge. been told. And, you know, like you said, it's a time-honored tradition. I think the Lucas Oil Stadium, Jim Mercy was in a helicopter with the mayor of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Just did like a lap or two. And that was reported in Indianapolis. And then all of a sudden, greatest stadium deal in history yeah. uh, for the Indianapolis Colts with the city. I agree your take, though. Like, it's your business. You should have to house the people, you know? And also, business-wise, no it's most profitable. For sure. You now own real estate, a venue, what? everything. So, you know, but the billionaires are billionaires for a reason. And it sounds like that's the case in the MLB. Tell me about the Pirates. What, what do we... Uh, that guy selling a team, or were we? Uh, what are we? Were we in the show? Hey, conversation. It's Paul Skeen starting the year. Yeah, you got up. Paul Skeen. Yeah, Paul Skeen. LSU. Mm-hmm. Paul Skeen. Mm-hmm. Paul Skeen's. Paul Skeen's is awesome. Hell yeah! I. I you know what? Like I. Don't, I don't know the, that the yeah, Pirates are going to necessarily be competitive and at the top of that division this year. I think they're <laughs> probably <laughs> a year away at this point, but they've got guys coming and. Skeens, Pat, is the real deal. He is no. the best pitching prospect in baseball. He's going to be in the big league soon. He throws cheese at 100. Mm. He's got a nasty slider. You are going to absolutely love him. And I hope he comes up with a mustache, too, because that thing is, it is righteous. Yeah, Pittsburgh will love the mustache, by the way. He's, oh, part, of, he's part of a power couple, too. Yeah. Who's that? I don't know if they're still together, but he was dating Livy Dunn for a long. Livy Dunn, yeah. Oh, Livy Dunn's like the nil. Oh yeah, cool. yeah, right. She's the yeah. She's top three. She I was at the ESPYS. Yeah, yes, she was. Okay, I have her in uh, Skeen. Paul Skeen. Paul Skeen. Both LSU there. Paul Skeen. LSU. Wow. Okay, good for them. Yeah. Hey, all right. Congrats, Sam. And also love. Simone Biles and yeah, Jonathan Owens. And also uh, Travis and uh, Taylor. Well, yeah, yeah they're right. proud of you guys. Right. Real love. There is there is a creepy gingerbread man who's walking up to me right now. Let's see him. What's he? Is he saying, "Hey, little small man"? Is he, oh, what, yeah. What's he doing what to you, Jack? Jack, close your mouth. I don't know. This is oh. <laughs> <laughs> this thing right in your shoulder. What's he doing, Jack? Where are you, pal? Who is? I, I'm I'm here. It's uh, it's still at the hotel. This place reminds me what would happen if Christmas threw up. Like, that's what this hotel looks like right now. Nice. Is that there the place is, where the penguins walk? Is that the right thing? No, there's a river. There's like a river right behind me, though, in the middle of a hotel. Babbling brook behind you the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's like a, a – I don't know if it's Memphis or Nashville. I don't remember. The place is called Peabody. It might be Memphis. Peabody? I think, 
I think they have uh, <laughs> they have penguins that walk. Memphis. Memphis? Really? That's sweet. It is awesome. Yeah, it's like every day. Come Pe- wa- the penguins are Memphis. walking in Memphis. They have actual Memphis? penguins? Oh, Doc, stop, sorry. Doc, stop. Yes. There was, sorry. Doc, stop. It doesn't sound like Memphis. Yeah. It's way too often. Penguins just be wandering around. Oh. That's what I mean. Ducks. I saw a wa- I saw. A- I saw an animal waddling mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh Penguins on my mind. Yeah, sure, sure. There you go. That's all. It's the Ducks. Yeah. Where yeah. Nashville, great city. Did you go see any music while you were down there? Do anything? I did. I didn't leave this godforsaken place once. Whoa. Yeah. I had to stick around. Kid Rock Whoa. bar. Kid Rock has a bar. No, bar. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking about the hotel. Yeah, I did go to the bar a couple times. Uh, Who'd you see? I, Who'd you, there's uh, any good musicians? Did you uh, get a chance to experience Nashville? Oh no, I, I mean, I mean the hotel bar. Yeah, after oh, after these you. days, you gotta 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 finish the day the right way, right? Yeah, especially whenever you're pounding the pavement uh-huh. for all the news and information that we, as massive baseball fans, need to know. Yep. Of course, we appreciate you, Jet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Whoa. We appreciate you, man. Whoa. Thank you so much for joining us. Safe travels back home. Thank you for the work. Boys, it's great to be back, and uh, thanks for everything you're doing for us on ESPN. You guys are the best, and uh, it's awesome to be with you. When's baseball? When When is baseball? Uh, March 28th is opening day. When do pitchers and catchers report, Jeff? Hit them. Hit them. Pitchers and catchers report, I believe, February 13th. Yes! Right after the Super Bowl. That's yep. right. That's way too early. That's what, that's when it matters. All right. <laughs> Can't wait to watch it. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Passon. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff will be on the show much more regularly during baseball season. Sure. Mm-hmm. That'll be a face that you will come to know. And every conversation basically goes the same. Yeah. yeah. But he has different answers. He does. Great he does shirt, too, answers. after breaking his back. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome back. Great shirt. I call him. We didn't congratulate him. Yeah. What that. happened? He broke his back. A tree, tree fell on him. Yeah, he was yeah. cutting down a tree branch. I, I completely forgot about that. That's Somebody, fucked up by us. Somebody yelled timber, and he was like, what? No, because he, he looks so good. <laughs> I think he tried to catch it. I think he tried to save he, a family. He, yeah, he did. He actually ran he underneath it. He, he did. saved yeah. the family. Yeah. Family yeah. of ducks, actually, I think. Yeah. Well, and we're penguins. And yeah. penguins. Depends where it was, what the weather was. Like, Wasn't there another insider? Jo- huh? What? Wasn't there another insider that got hurt as well? Tim Kirchner. A year ago? No, that's fine. Joining us now. I got stepped on. To Ian Rappaport, didn't he get hurt? Something happened to him. Uh, Jet Passing. Yeah, Jet. Yeah, Jet. Yeah, we didn't even bring I'm back. Well, yeah. yeah, that's what. Hey, shout out to you beating that tree, dude. Yeah. Way to yeah. go, Jet. Thank you, boys. I appreciate that. Yeah, I had to. I had to wear my little Mike Tyson uh, thing there. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. Like I, I saw it at the beginning whenever we started chatting, and I was like. Clever shirt, love yeah. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then we got so deep into baseball that I, and it's been a while now. You're all the way back, obviously, pulling all nighters down there in Nashville hotels. Shout out to you. Not watching any ducks, but doing your thing. Way to go. Hey, Jet, you had a chance to like really face and stare down some adversity here. Mm-hmm. And like, instead of going one way, you want a tough, gritty, like we're very impressed and proud of you, pal. You should be proud of yourself as well. You're not just a reporter. You're a badass, Jet, and we're proud of you, pal. Boy, Jet. Thank you, boys. Thank you. You guys are the best. And look, ever, uh, I'm not an athlete. You guys are athletes, so you know this better than I do. Thank you. The people behind the scenes, the PTs, the athletic trainers, all the medical personnel, we watch on Sundays in the NFL. We watch every day in baseball athletes do absolutely incredible things. And without the people behind the scenes, keeping them healthy, getting them healthy, 
they would not be able to perform the way that they do. And, you know, my wife is a nurse, so I've had a, a longstanding appreciation for, for people who take care of others. And shout out to my PT, Brian, and Hello, all the people at KU Med in Kansas for helping put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Hell yeah, we appreciate all those people behind the scenes. Let's go, people. Thank you, Brian. But to your credit, now Brian puts together a plan, and the, the trainers, you know, and you execute it. There's a lot of mental, you know, no things that you have had to get through. Like, this sucks. This hurts. I'm having to do something that, like, a three-year-old would have to do to get back into this. And there's a lot of adversity and moments he could potentially quit. And it's a little isolated. No and you get a little lonely. You battled through. Jet, let's go. Yeah. Jet. You battled through. Go, Proud of you, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Broken back, too. That's yeah. Tough. yeah. He had to learn how to do this right here. Yeah. You know, yeah, like you're teaching a baby. I'm teaching the baby right now mm -hmm. how to sit. Yep, the muscles in his back had to be retaught how mm -hmm. to do. It's crazy to think about. Crazy to think about. Happy you survived. That tree tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah. It, did. it did. Man, that tree tried. To kill him. Almost did. Was he in the middle of a tornado? What happened? I don't remember. It was long ago. Yeah, it was. I thought he yeah. what Ty said. I think he was just cut uh, yeah, trimming think, trees. Yeah, then I think like one branch just timber. But it was huge. Yeah, it was, ma it was massive. It was massive. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, you ever see those dudes that cut trees? Oh, Lumberjacks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're weapons. When they're up, when they're String. climbing all the way up? Yeah. String? Yeah, mm -hmm. toss it around. Oh, that, those guys are great. With the Now, the Lumberjack games back in the day need to come back. They do. Mm -hmm. If that's something we can bring back to ESPN. Presented the by Still? We Ooh. will certainly yeah. try our best to. And those conversations cooking at the moment, like, Need lumberjack games. Mm -hmm. uh, those were awesome. The little stand on the thing, roll thing. Yep. Yep, yep. The chop thing. Mm -hmm. The knife, the, the one where they run through. Yep, the climb thing. Yeah, putting mm -hmm. the things in and then standing up yep. on the, yeah. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. In real life, watching those fuckers cut down trees when they have the spikes on the front of their shoes. Oh, yeah. And it's literally just a like a fucking string sprinting, throwing and sprinting it up and then and then just coming back. It's like, this motherfucker's got no fear. Oh, yeah, Animal. these guys are maniacs. Absolutely no fear. And a lot of, maybe the most trust since Joseph. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe the most trust in something since Joseph. Makes sense. Probably. He was a carpenter. Maybe. It does that does make sense. Trust, trust, in, trust, trust in their safety Netflix. rope or what? Yeah, trust in their safety rope. Yeah, they trust in that. In the process. And Joe trusted that his virgin wife was pregnant, but not by the neighbor. Mm -hmm. By a lot of trust. A lot, a lot of, of trust. Lord, the most in the history. Our Lord and Savior. Most in the history. Shout out to Joe being like, all right. Hey, let's, let's do this. And then it being real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of other people, not Joe, not taking that news the same way. No, no, That's no, why no, their no. boy isn't Jesus. No. Exactly. That's right. What's that, Chuck? Big Netflix got a. If you like lumber, <laughs> I do love lumber. Look at you yeah, wearing a flannel. Lumber. Hell, you've been watching. Just looking. Oh, okay. It's all coming together. This yeah. is like telling whenever you watch oh, Yellowstone. Yeah, you inspired yeah. me the other day. What's that? Oh, you had up in New York, looking sweet. What's the lumber show on Netflix? Here? Big Timber. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Is it reality or what is it? Script? It's real. It's like Gold Rush? Reality. It's real. The Gold Rush I went through. Oh, I loved Gold it's Rush. It's about the yeah. season. They never found a lot. It's up in Canada about the season. and the, they buy, Winners you know, they a winner? Buy, they buy the land, and they've got a certain amount of time to clear these trees. Oh, it is Gold Rush. Deal. Love that. They only have a certain amount of time because the weather is going to change. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, they're fighting the elements every single day. Mm -hmm. Oh, somebody has a little attitude with somebody, too, because somebody's tired. Somebody didn't do oh, it by protocol. Was, yeah. Is that what's going on? 
The dude that runs the big yeah. wire deal, and they this gotta go, the they gotta go down and be. wrap those trees. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've seen. That. And it's like okay, and they start. It's awesome. No, They're that's dogs. not a job for me. Those guys that sign up for that. And you got massive respect for them. That's why you're wearing their uniform. I like that. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, we have some breaking news out of Pittsburgh. The band Sticks will be doing the national anthem this evening, and I assume also playing their song Renegade live in Akershire. Look out for this Thursday night football game not to be a snoozer. Actually, this game's going to have more electricity humming inside of that stadium than any game ever. They might not even do the national anthem. They might say the national anthem here, guess what? Oh, mama, I'm in fear all my life from the long, 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 Say, can you? Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. <clears throat> we don't know if there's a remix coming. We know that tonight's going to be a good one, though. Yeah. My tune has changed. You got oh, color. Tell right. your face. I mean, yeah. you, you still have this. Unfortunately, I was born with this. Uh, no, no, face is handsome. It's just negative. It has been. This has, has been the face. Well, all the time. I mean, if you're gonna, I didn't know the trifecta was coming tonight. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, sticks, color rush jerseys, and the gold end zones. I didn't know that was all happening tonight. Oh. Yeah, damn. Plus, plus the. I don't know if we're doing um, a you know commemoration to Butch at halftime. I, I haven't heard that yet. I've put in the word for it to happen. I'm not sure if it's going to happen or not. They better. But, if not. Yeah, everyone's but, gonna be um, super fucking bummed out. He, if they lose tonight, <laughs> I can't even describe to you the level of bummed out I'm gonna be. You lose with sticks to international anthem. Oh boy, color rush Pittsburgh Knights. Look We're at pulling mm-hmm. out all the stops for this gold one. gold end zone. It's a death game. All right, Chuck. Yeah, listen, we told you earlier we're gonna have this baseball conversation, mm-hmm. and then Chuck's taking us home. Bring us home, Chuck. On this week fourteen of the NFL season kickoff Thursday. The New England Patriots head into Pittsburgh as six-point dogs. 30-and-a-half is the over-under. Lowest total in 30 years. Wow. Both franchises have six Lombardis, which is tied for the most in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Chuck, how do you see it going? And who are we betting on since you are 8-3-1 against the spread this season? This will probably be the last time we ever witness something like this. Okay. I hope. Two-storied franchise like this, 12 damn trophies between the two. Well, it's win since 1990. I mean, are you kidding me? By a lot. Yeah, so a lot of defense, um, a lot of good defense. I think Naj is banged up. He is. Talking about the Steelers. They're on a backup quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Trubisky's going to play. Of course, we know Pickett's out, right? Got a couple good wide receivers. I love Jalen Warren. I think he's a, a rolling ball of butcher knives, the way he runs. Spark plug. Spark plug. And Naj is a little bit beat up. But the problem is is New England's really good on defense. Bill always finds a way to take away what you do best, make you play left-handed. So I think George is going to get taken out, Pickens. Um, Deontay Johnson's been a little bit up and down, whatever. He'll stop the, their three against the run. Number three against the run. So it's going to be hard. So if Naj is beat up and they bring Warren in, they're they're going to have a hard time running the ball on on New England. Okay. And, you know, you flip the thing over, leading rusher for New England's out, Mm -hmm. Stevenson. Great player. Their leading receiver, Pop. Yep. uh, Pop Douglas. Pop Douglas. Leading receivers out. Oh, and that's not saying. And they're averaging twenty. They're averaging twelve point three points a game. 
with those two. That's pretty good. It's New England. Gets the job done. That's six of. safeties. So those two are out. We talked about the turnover margin, right? Turnover is going to play a huge – because both defenses probably going to score tonight. At least one of them. Probably. <laughs> going to have to, right, to get some points. Both. both. Yeah. Both defenses probably <laughs> scoring tonight. Mm-hmm. Not normal I don't know analysis. If that's a, I don't know if that's a prop bet. You probably get it somewhere, it right? It is. I uh, yeah. say plus 400 for either of them to score. Yeah. Either. Not both. Not both, yeah. You can probably parlay both of them into plus 3,000. Pretty good money. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Put your flannel on. Went yep. to work. Yep. You've given us both sides of the coin here. Mm-hmm. It seems like one side of the coin, though, a little bit lighter than the other side. And when you have that, you see. Then you're rigging the coin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you're you know what's going to be right. on top, and it feels like you're leaning. What's AJ? What are you thinking, AJ? Oh, I like this. AJ, tell I do him. like this. Tell no. the man. I do like this, Chuck. So I like listening to you go through your whole thought process, and you're teasing us a little bit. You're not giving us what you're thinking exactly. What your final? He's uh, a showman. Your, he is. He is no. a showman. Chuck understands the, the game. He knows what he's doing. This one's tough. Going back, I've been going back and forth, but I feel with the six points. In the low-scoring game, it could possibly be. Still looking for a shootout. I kind of like the Patriots in this one. Okay. Is that who you're picking officially? I'd like to, I'd like to, you know, I like to bounce around my ideas after Chuck goes. Okay, all right. I want to hear Chuck. You're just I want respect know. for where Chuck goes. Yeah, you're just letting Chuck know you're leaning right now. That could change, leaning. but you're leaning right now. Chuck, Chuck, one more Chuck, nugget. He has shifted my, my opinion in the past, so Chuck could shift me for sure. Eight, three, and one. Yeah. Why would you? How would you another nugget. One yeah. another nugget. Yep. New England offense, 21 offensive categories, statistical categories that we all look at, of like total offense, points per game, whatever, right? 21, 13 of them, 13 out of the 21, they're 28th or, or, or worse in the national. Yeah, but those, those other eight shit. stats, we are right at the top. Yeah, 28th or worse. 28, there's not a lot of so games that, after that. No. But our backup great. QB. Pit defense, on the other hand. Okay. Pittsburgh. In those same 22 for New English stat deals, right? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. They're top 10 or better in 12 of them. Oh. Yeah, so when defense. you look at so when you look at, you know, the New England offense and, and Pitt defense. Pittsburgh definitely favors them. The University of Pitt's not Pitt playing. Pitt is right. University of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a Steelers. Drives me insane. Okay. You just pissed off Tom. Yeah. Yeah, big yeah. time. And he's not the only one. That's why I was saying that. So I'm kind he's of thinking I mean, I want to sing the song. I want to get the towel going. I want all that, right? Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the law. Home of the law. You've heard it, Jack. Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I know very long. Yeah, yeah, Jack, were you there when they played that right before Flacco threw the pick six to Paul Mahler in the AFC Championship? Why yeah. are you so yeah. rude? <laughs> yeah, we said, hey, look, you see the hair hanging around the line of scrimmage? There's a good chance. He's, He's going to make a play. Yeah, just like when we checked out of the fake <laughs> field goal. <laughs> Smart what, play. What'd you see? What'd Smart you play. see? <laughs> I saw the fucking hair. <laughs> Smart play. Yeah. Play. My only opportunity. So I'm kind of leaning with they. I think Pittsburgh's going to win, but I don't think they cover. Wow. So I'm going to take New England in the six points. Wow! Holy shit! I did not expect that because all the other all the stats you see. Yeah. I already wrote down Pitt for him. Burke. Wow. He said a bit. Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, you don't know that. A lot of people yeah. do what you do. But now I do. Yeah, but you're from there. <laughs> you're from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Plum. 
Yeah, sorry to call Pitt. Shout out to Plum, by the way. Plum. Love you, Plum. Miss you, Plum. I don't know how our esports are doing, but we need to check back in on that at some point. We had to have gotten yeah. better. No, I don't think so. Yeah, we have. We have. Oh, Plum. yeah, you guys passed your B- A team passed the B team of Plum. That's, <laughs> out that's of the next basement level. Last, <laughs> yeah. Hey, now we're talking. Thank you, Bruce. Out of the basement. There's a lot of grit from all those folks. I agree. At the Plum Heights. We're mentally tougher than sitting down there at the bottom. All of them about to move up. Shout out to those Mustangs. Oh, yeah. Go, Stangs. Thank you, Stangs. Stangs up. Probably going to be some Stangs in that crowd tonight if I had to guess. I, guess if I had to guess there's going to be some Stangs in that crowd tonight. They sold their ticket. AJ, you agreed with Chuck, I guess. Same exact thoughts there. Similar beliefs. I, I mean, Chuck really threw me for a loop there. When you're getting listening off all those stats, and I understand stats can be skewed many different ways. I did not think he was going to say, but I still want to take the Patriots with six. But I'm going to ride with Chuck here. Give me the Patriots. Six points. I think it holds up. Chuck, you're 83 and 1. Mm-hmm. AJ, we tied last week. Yes. Oh, yeah. So this would be a bad idea just to give this game up in the picks. The Patriots just lost 6 nothing at home. Yeah. Well, I see what you're doing. I know. Steelers, Steelers lost by 30 to the Cardinals at home. Which leads <laughs> me to believe Tomlin says it's a JV football team. Yeah. Tomlin's a good coach. Not that Bill Belichick is not. Right. But Tomlin has more horses in the barn. Yes. You know, on that team. Mm hmm. Even with Mitch Trubisky being the guy under center. Whoa. He's played meaningful football before. Yes. Yeah, uh, pro bowler. Playoff games. Bingo. MVP. Six seems like a lot, but one touchdown? Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Minus six at home against the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know where the real advantage is? Well, I know I'm not supposed to do what I just did. No, you are. <laughs> I know that. If we're doing talk like what Gombos are supposed to do, it's, this do, was not the right move. It's Boz versus that Mickey oh, no. Mouse kicker that they have. What do you mean? Is they, there, they're punting from their 33. Plus 33. There it is. Oh, you guys did that? Last week? Wait, uh, was it Gale yeah. Force wind in your face? It was pouring around. I believe Chad Ryland's last field goal attempt was the miss at New York Giants. And by the way, thank you very much, Chad. But... You're yeah. thinking Bill's just not sending him out there. I, I'm thinking it's going to be pretty tough to cross the 50 tonight. Don't look like the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, really. but with that being said, I also think we're talking about Bill, Bill, Belichick. Bill Belichick versus Mr. Trubisky. So, hmm. also keep that in mind. I'm kind of vacillating a little bit. Here. Oh, no. No, no, no. Wow. You're 8-3-1. You, you can't. You're 8-3-1, not me. But Don't he, do that. Wow. Just let me do you that. You shouldn't vacillate in, pro- in public. Wait until you get the, no. back to the hotel. Yeah, He's not flaccid. Yeah, it's pretty impressive at your age. Still vacillating. Without in public. Yeah. Whoa. Holy hell. That lumberjack. That's good wood. So you I need to start I watching that. Wood. Huh? What's that? So I'm locked in. No, no, no. No, hey, no you're not. I just don't, don't want like to be how, the reason how waffly for is. you to make a yeah, bad decision the, here. This is the first time this is happening. Yeah, I don't want to be the ah. reason. Holy shit, he's really. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm locked in with you, Chuck. I'm locked in with the Patriots now, Chuck, I should say. I'm not waffling. Okay, hey, AJ, great. The haircut's awesome. Yeah. Chuck, I want to give you one the more thing. so good. I just saw Brett Michaels will be there as well. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Really? No. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> that was a lie. See? Yeah. Oh, is it? Why'd yeah. you do that? Come Why are you lying? Tony! Why are you do always lying? Do I have what Brett Michaels' number? What are no. those guys playing for? Is Big oh, Ben going to be there tonight? So the only thing I'm thinking, they're two and seven ten, in the bar. Right? And they're going into a play. I think he's going to be at a pit volleyball playing game. Playing for pride. And those guys. Playing for heart, Chuck. For their boys. They don't even know for if the their head coach is going to be there the back now of their jersey. Next year. That's true. So what are you doing? You're changing? 
I was they're trying seven to get and five, Michaels and they got a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, they're in the play. They're the fifth seed right now. T- uh, Why show, wouldn't you just show TJ Watt real quick? Just one more again, just so we know who's playing tonight. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in what type of mindset he's in. Here's TJ talking about the NFL as a whole. Here's TJ talking about the NFL <laughs> as a whole. Here's TJ Watt <laughs> talking about. The NFL, the National Football League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. JJ's yeah, brother? Yeah. JJ Watt, obviously his Whoa. older brother. Uh, who is it? His Derek's name is brother. TJ Watt. Talking about the NFL. I don't know. The NFL has something going against me, so I don't want to talk any more negatively towards them. I don't know what I did, but I'll leave it at that. Yep. Give me that prompt. Are we getting yep. that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. That that's the only thing I'm not worried about tonight. He lost a half sack last week. You don't yeah. think he's running through whatever triple team Bill Belichick's setting up? Uh yeah, I don't. I I, I genuinely think there's going to be what has been happening to Aiden Hutchinson. They'll go tight end chip, then they'll go tackle, then they'll go running back chip. He's not going to let DJ beat him. What's the first play? They'll be an empty. Yeah, and maybe have three wide receivers block them. No, oh, they're going to be an empty with open edges. Why? Why they started watch? last week's game with an, an empty with open edges and tried to do a three-step wise stick. What? How'd that go? Well, Not excuse good. me? They scored what zero. Wise, wise, wise stick. stick? Okay. I okay. thought it was something. Man, I, didn't, I couldn't Me understand. too. Wise is dick is what I thought. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, come Eat on. That's what I thought he said. It's not football. Why stick? Yeah, uh, maybe why? Why stick is a play? Why stick? Mm-hmm. China route. China snag, route. Snag seven. You heard Lombard talking about snag sevens and heard all that. bingo. So are you bingo bingo? What are you thinking? Boy, I've never. I haven't done that. No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't oh, he's uncomfortable. He's getting uncomfortable now with it, Chuck. What? You want to trust your instincts, Chuck? He's leaning back. Make your pick, old man. <laughs> don't, you don't need to listen. Come on. How are you going to let him talk to me like that, AJ? I, I, I think like it's yeah, absurd. AJ. You can't do that. Can't do it. Did you hear what he said earlier, AJ, about a decade from now? I mean, that was the worst he yeah, said. Yeah, that, that was that too was far. You're a bad guy. That oh, look at that. Look at that. He's, he's Mrs. 12. Wait, wait yeah. hey. And if I don't far. make it, just think how you're going to feel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be real bummed. What oh, the fuck? Oh, that was too far. That was too far again. I'd take a bullet for you. That You're a good man, you're Chuck. You are a good man. You shouldn't. Any of you. because you're a pies on and he's a potato piece peanut. of shit. Oh! You're not allowed to say that. Whoa! All right. Anyway, <laughs> all pies on's here, obviously. Uh, of course. Nobody's yeah, a jive turkey there. No, no she said no, no, no. Just kind of, you know, having, having fun here. But Chuck. <laughs> I'm flipping. Give me the... Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life on the lawn, on the lawn. How about you, AJ, just choosing not to be part of that sing-along and going with the Patriots? Wait, are they? Sorry, AJ, I'm flipping. Oh, I just think, Chuck, hey, I get it. Rene- Renegade at home, 7-5, and five, you're in the playoff mm-hmm. hunt. You you have to win this game. Have, and you have to. And, yeah, and and Mitch is gonna if they remember when Mitch went to Buffalo mm-hmm. after Chicago, oh, yeah. and they started him in that preseason yeah. game, mm-hmm. and he diced him mm-hmm. up. If they would oh, just look yeah. at that 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 film, and just let him get the ball out of his hand, quick game, hand it to Naj, hand it to Warren, yeah, don't turn the thing over, take care of it, manage the game, and right. run going- around, and he can run. He's going to run for some first downs. Right. He's only going against Bill Belichick's defense. No big deal. That's yeah. All yeah. yeah. We're good. All right. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. I Give saw me the what Justin Fields did to that defense. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. Me too. Mm-hmm. Changed their Terrell Austin was my secondary coach <laughs> when I was in in, in Baltimore. Okay. Guy knows ball. Kicked yeah. ass. Knows. Uh, yeah. God rest his soul. Forgotten more than I know. Yeah, yeah Faulkner, exactly. OC. Yeah. He knows ball. Look at the Steelers. I mean, last week not so good, but that one time, mm-hmm. yeah, they had it figured yeah, out. Yeah. Not they did the good. same thing. Dallas is a pretty good team, right? And they went to Arizona and got throttled because they didn't get ready for the game. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Who's that? Drink dude? it in. That's Brett Mike. What do you Whoa. mean? Chuck. Chuck. Come on now. Chuck. Every rose has its own. You know that song, Chuck? <laughs> Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its own. That's who that is. I know okay. it now. I, I, let me get that on Spotify. Yeah. Yep. This Download that playlist. for the flight home. Yep. <laughs> this is the whole, whole time. Yeah. Yep. Or uh, what was his? What was his show? Maybe download that. Achy breaky heart. Rock, rock the rock bus. Love or something. Yeah. Rock the bus. Bus love. Yeah. Love bus. Love yep. on my bus. Yep. Ages rock love. Mm-hmm. Rock a love. Learned a lot about Brett through that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Me too. Chuck, you know what? On the way out, this is a day of first times. Go, Chuck. You know what I mean? First time you've ever waffled. Yeah. Uh huh. And change his pick completely. I know. Yeah. Had to cross it out. That was crazy. Good. First time you had that helmet on that desk over there, Ty? Yeah. First time. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, this is the Pittsburgh referee guy. Uh, some, I want to say John LaJoey maybe sent this in. Pies on. That's another first time. <laughs> pretty neat. It is pretty neat. Can you yeah. do, Ty, can you do like give a holding call and give the number and then the – Result of yeah, the play. Yeah, do a spin and let, let's see <laughs> what else The result of the play is... Dance clown. Connor, what's your problem? Chuck <laughs> just wanted to experience the video there for a second. That's all. I don't remember who was playing. You know, I feel like I would need... Upper St. Clair. Upper St. Clair. Yeah, they're who, playing. Who are they playing against? Uh, Plum. Okay. Yeah, hold thing. Number 4-5 defense. It's going to be another Plum. First time. Dude, just put that on repeat for two minutes. So good. Way to go, Tom. Thank you. Tom, happy the Inzer accent has made its way in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Into the lexicon. Yeah. It's a great accent. I can't believe I've never heard of it. It was getting buried, bro. Yeah. I don't like it. Legitimately, until I moved to Indiana, I never heard the Pittsburgh accent. Yeah. Seriously. Well, you guys need I guess I I played for Mike McCarthy, so I was well aware. I was aware before, but yeah. Yeah. what What a dream for you, you know? Every day to get to hear that at the head coaching position. What a hilarious situation that is. So Because some of those words just sound so like, that's not how that word is said. (laughs) And then you got to listen to the team meeting. Poor soul, you know, I assume. (laughs) Like that's, these coaches literally expose their entire soul. And then he says, we're going, Don, swinging. It'd be (laughs) tough to, it'd be tough to. Excuse me? Him saying watermelon when they broke all those out. Oh my god. Well, I got warm on boys. <laughs> <laughs> Roll right through it. Is he still recovering? He's out. He's good. He's, he's good. Yeah. Had appendicitis, sneezed it out. Yeah. He's he's back. Yeah. Yeah. Right, straight to Arby's. Not if if that was his choice. Here, Quinn. He does love the meats. He does. Yeah. We assume. Yeah. Big Mike. He's, he's Big in, Mike gonna be back. Big Quinn. Mike's in his bag. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Is that what Quinn said? He'll be ready to rock, rock was, and roll. Was that a reporter or is that from a friend? It's from yesterday during the presser after practice. Okay. We're going to hold it down until Big Mike gets back. Okay. 
He go. He gonna be ready to rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's calling plays Sunday. Yeah. They need him. What if he's on that? What if he's in a a, a oh, bed like uh, the, what's his Hugh face? Freeze? Hugh Freeze. Yeah. Oh, Freeze that was, was the best. That'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. Now, Big Mike. Big Mike would not. He does not want that visual. He will be standing proud. Oh, okay. you're Trevor Lawrence. This is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Do not cart me off this field. No. He might way. do Oklahoma in pregame just to let everybody know. Hey, I'm not here. You. <laughs> Beast. This was awesome. This all was, time. This dude. was all time. All time. All the time. <laughs> Currently the coach at Auburn. Yeah. They almost beat Alabama. Yes, they did. But they didn't, and they also lost a lot of other games. Yeah. So first year. And you not- know that thing ain't plugged in. What, the headset? Or? <laughs> yeah, the headset. <laughs> talking to him. There ain't no way. What are you talking? You're prop telling me, me up, Prop me up. Put this thing on, and you make sure people think <laughs> I'm, I'm coaching my ass off. You think that's a gimmick? Hell yeah. You think that's a prop headset? God. Hell yeah. Come on, Chuck. Look at that guy. That guy's actually checking the connection in the door. Hey, can you fucking yeah. hear him? <laughs> Is that a thumb or a middle finger? Thumb, I mean, thumb, thumb. Because he can't hear. That's why he's flipping everybody off. No. Oh, okay. Because, hey, come back to my channel. Mm-hmm. Are they not on? That guy's actually coming in saying, what are you saying about a channel? They're not on. I'm not on. The, I'm not talking to anybody. They, they nobody's hearing anything. I'm trying to call these plays. I said, pass, pass, pass. <laughs> they just ran, ran, ran. What are we doing up here? Probably, yeah, he's got a good view of you know what the what they're doing offensively and defensively. And makes a lot of good decisions. <laughs> Come on. I mean, we're through the screen. Come on, how far is the field? From? I mean, that's the press box. All right, Chuck, just real quick. You have a lot of opinions on this photo. So mm-hmm. when this photo became reality, when this situation happened. All you coaches and group texts were sending this around. Look at this fucking asshole! Oh, you be kidding me? You kidding me? Okay. Grandstanding. Like, okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. oh. Yeah. Hey, he's just there for his boys. That's right. Uh-huh. Do they flip him in the second half? Think how bad your neck would hurt when you're turning right the whole way, and then oh. I would uh, second half. I need to flip so I can look the other way. <laughs> exactly. need, imagine him wheeling the thing around. Yeah. Now, get the fake gimmick. Get the <laughs> turn me around. Get the cord. Get the cord. Get the cord. He didn't even have a pole with like bags and shit hanging off it. No, no lights. He no wasn't beeping. in the hospital. Where was? Of he? course, yeah, he's was in a stadium. stadium. Yeah, the stadium. Wait, what? Chuck. Yeah, I mean, IV bags coming. I know two coming out of his chest. I would have bought it if it was a hospital. He was Chuck, he left the you hospital. You thought that was like the children's hospital. Is it a broken leg? What was it? You thought that, I don't know. You thought that was What like, was wrong with him? I, I, think I, I he, believe he shattered his leg, yeah. I thought it was back. Maybe. Connor rolled over quickly. Yeah, I, I said I believe. Yeah, you're right. Hey, that, that, that Don's marker down in New Orleans? Oh. oh He's not watching from no... Press that, that thing was sideways. Yeah. That picture hit the internet Ooh. and uh, hit my timeline, and I had to immediately oh. mute or block the person that showed up in my timeline with that. If you're willing to tweet that photo, I don't want to see it. Oh, that was uh, Syracuse. Uh, we just beat you 24 zip. Yep. All right. Have a good day. Good game, coach. I got to go to dinner. <laughs> He's oh, waving. Look, can you imagine what he's thinking right here? The Dino? Yeah. yeah. They, they told Favors. me. Hey, they told me he's up in the fucking. Yeah, he's up. Yeah, you, hey, you see him up there. Yeah. Oh, sorry That's about him. it. All right. See, hey, he says sorry about it. Sorry about it. 27. Uh, Thanks, 24 coach. zip. That was back when Syracuse was uh, okay. Shit, yeah. He actually looks like he's concerned. I mean, that's. Good leadership. See his face? Oh, yeah. Coach Babers. He's about guy. ready to cry. Mm hmm. Guy, cop on the left's got a little sure. test tube baby in him. That was uh, from uh, Office Championship Wrestling. They got a new coach at Syracuse. Quite a deep pool. What's that? New coach at Syracuse. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know. Number one recruiter in the nation, they say. Really? So he was a Georgia position coach. Fran Brown. Yeah, they ranked him as the number one recruiter in the nation. Oh yeah, Nick Saban's in Chattanooga right now. So 
I bet this guy's great at recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go ahead and put him at a soft three, just knowing that Kirby Smart exists as well. Yep. But I respect that Syracuse got somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You need a recruiter. Yeah. That's all. That's literally what we're. It's massive. That's what you're. What did Saban say today? Uh, I learned quickly that I'm not like the best coach for bad players. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm better at making good players better. So I'm out here doing it. It's like very self aware mm-hmm. and also understanding the game. How about him being out on the road, AJ? Still today, right now. College coaching is. Yeah. Those guys, there's never even. There's never an hour where they're off. Like they always are working. Look at this. Like you're in Ohio. And we talk to you basically every single day for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban could easily set up a uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, little FaceTime meeting and conversate with any kid in the country. And it's like, I think Prime was doing a lot. Coach Prime was doing a lot of that mm-hmm. or whatever because you know making the most of your time without having to travel and do that. Saban's like, uh, boots on the ground. I'm going to the living room. Yeah. These people need to say he's taking yeah. pictures in the living room. It's like Coach Prime's doing the same. I'm not saying he's not, but I just thought at this standpoint with what NIL is. And then also, if we're FaceTiming each other, I thought that would be enough, maybe. But you know how those coaches think, though. Like they think if they do that, and then one of the, then Kirby's in the living room, then they're going to lose that guy every time. Especially down there, where the proximity oh. is so close. You know, like he's in Chattanooga. Like all those guys, if you're worth the shit, probably. You know, it's like they have an offer from Alabama and Georgia, so you probably have to. And then what? The other teams like Texas A&M, they just come in and they say like quarterbacks one, one five. We yep. got two and a half. Mm-hmm. Is that just trying to outbid now? Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting little game. Yeah, it, it is. is. Speaking of games, no days off ever. No. Three, we were in there what eighteen three, years? Yeah, eighteen. You no, and we didn't have all because they have to re-recruit your own players, or they're going in a portal. Yeah, you got to go get the high schoolers like he's doing, right? And then the nil. It's like. A lot. No, if you're not on your device 24 7, 365, just give them one day. Cur- to your point, Kirby goes one day, text one day, FaceTime, whatever's legal during that period of time, and you miss a day. Hey, you didn't call me yesterday and such and such did. I'm going to Georgia. It was 17 year olds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys were just fucking cheating like crazy, though. Yeah, my yeah. You guys were saying, like, we got yeah. these yacht parties down yeah. here with this one guy. He's going to end up having Yeah, the one guy. Take, you to, a, up, take right? you to a strip club on your visit, and, you know. Yeah. Shapiro. Uncle Lou is having a performance. Yep. Rolex. Yeah. Let them hoes fight. Let them. <laughs> Chuck just hey, did a trip down yeah. memory lane. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. It. Just, they just, let the, the, Rolex at Rolex, right? Okay. I've never been in there, but I heard. Oh, sure. Uh, of course. Yeah, sure of course. you have. Of boxing, boxing ring in there. No way. And they put the what? gloves on the girls. No way. This is what was happening oh, in Miami. Jesus you know? Christ. Miami's just running them? a hustle. Hey, they let them day. go at it. What the hell? And then think about the money that was being spent down there. Yeah. Oh, that was before everything. What would they do now if it was legal and this guy was available? Holy shit. Good for them. Yep. That's how they win. That's yeah. how they won. Mm-hmm. West Virginia's doing it the old-fashioned way. Oh, yeah. You don't see Neil Brown McConnell. out there, you know, uh, you know. Yeah. No. You don't see We know. We know. We got it. We know. What? What do you say? I don't know. You guys what don't do even have know? a quarterback. You guys don't even. We got right. Eric Green still. Yeah. Yeah. Double G's running wild. That's, Who you got? Nobody. Did you I don't get know. offered anything, AG? Or AJ? AJ? Did you get offered? No. Coming out? I never got offered anything. No one ever approached me. I had yeah. teammates get in trouble for things, but yeah, I never I never had anything. How come, AJ? You were faster than everybody, stronger than everybody. You started playing no. your freshman year. You're the Ohio hero. You would yeah. think that they'd be glad. I thought I was a snitch. Probably thought I would snitch. And you were so offended by that, I assume? 
No, I'm no offended by I didn't get offered anything. You mean? No, that they think you're a snitch. Like, look, he's all. No, I assumed that because even at that time, like you know, I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna. I don't think I would have entertained any of it. I like the people that were coming after people too. I think at the time were a lot of like it, it was. Oh, I'm, I don't know, just a different time. Look, not looking. I don't. AJ not great people. Up and committed. When he was six years old, Ohio State, everyone knew he was going there. Yeah, he, every interview he had after the Centerville games where he had like 32 tackles and four touchdowns and four punts for a 47-yard average. Can't wait to get to Ohio State whenever yeah. I'm done here. Go Buckeye. Buckeye helmet stickers you think I would have got for that game tonight? Uh, Probably a lot. They knew. Mm-hmm. We don't have to give this kid shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming. Give him a scholarship. This kid will come yeah. run through a wall for us. Yeah. Yep. But afterwards, his autograph signings, you guys got paid. Mm-hmm. Paid, paid, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's the, one of the, the great things. I mean, now with NIL, it doesn't matter. It's different. But, yeah, back then, you get done with your bowl game, still in school, you can go sign autographs as much as you You can work as little or as much as you want. We're talking hundreds of thousands of possibility if you want to work. Yeah, you can make cash, yes. It's great. Isn't Love that crazy? That. That's what it was. That was like the game. You know what I mean? And I think, now obviously there's people getting those handshakes, yeah. $1,000 handshakes happen. <laughs> AJ probably. Oh, yeah, many Of course. Times. I mean, and his roommate, Nick, Probably. He won't say that because he doesn't want to bury Ohio State or whatever. But at West Virginia, we wondered, like, very much, like, how's this? How's this working? People are cheating. I get it. But, like, how exactly Mm -hmm. are they doing? And then you learn stories about how, well, you employ the parents, you see, with a no-show job. And then you just pay the parents Mm -hmm. a salary. And then that money goes through the entire thing. But they have a job. Then you have a whole thing. It's like, wow, they're very, very deep with this thing. And then you learn quickly about these guys that go to these massive schools. And it's like, as soon as they're done, any play that they made is now a photo forever and you can just sign these things and they're paying a shit ton of money like a shit ton of money for this thing i think i did one at west virginia now i'm much different obviously i don't know what pat white made but i think i got like 3500 bucks and got the wrestle war big yeah because i was on the same trip Mm -hmm. uh of the autograph signing down to southern west virginia afterwards and then you go to like the senior bowl and they're like I just made one hundred fifty thousand dollars last week. I'm like, cool, good for you, dude. Good for you. It's like that's the game, and that's the difference. That's levels to the shit, you know, all that stuff. Who's you? You wrestled who? Warpig. Mm-hmm. Beat him. Undefeated for a long time, just like Goldberg still am. Yeah. In sanctioned matches. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. What's your record? <sighs> Undefeated. Well, if you count war games, you lost that one, and I lost to Adam Cole too. But <laughs> you don't count, count those. Yeah. Or, and then you don't count the Vince one because I wasn't sanctioned. Yeah. Nope. Undefeated. 2-0 at Mania. Cole's AEW. 2-3-0. 4-0. 5-0. 3-2. 3-3. Undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole won. He cheated. Yep. Bingo. Do you remember what he did? No oh, gimmicks. Yeah. yeah. No nothing. Nuh-uh. No fans. Mm-mm. No. Undefeated sanctioned matches with There's crowds. me and Warpick. There's me and Warpick, by the way. Brought you- me in. Oh. Big chop oh. from Warpick. It's down there, and people said I didn't. Wait, go this to- is this right after your senior year? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm driving down there. That's uh, not you, is it? Yeah, oh yeah, that's what. Yeah, oh, yeah, buddy. Look at those khakis. You know that's me. Look at the boy. Boom! Oh, war pig. What? Real match, dude. Did, he- did you guys go over anything before the match? No. What are you talking about? I'm trying to beat this guy's ass, bro. What are we, go what are we even? over Warpick. What are you talking about? He's fucking you know, awesome. I've never seen split. this. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm beat. I was trying to beat this guy's Look ass. Look how hurt you are. Look yeah, he gave me a bring the way. He, he's about to attack my leg, too. This guy knows I'm about to get drafted. Look, he pulls my hamstring. Oh, 
Holy smokes. Oh, my God. Did that hurt? Yeah, look at me. What are you talking about? Did it hurt? Is that Shane Gillis in Warpig's corner? I will say, boys. like Paul Bear. There was a moment in here where I said, I got to play pause and act act like I'm more hurt than I am. You know, maybe I can wear out. you're dragging that right leg. Bo, look at him. Is that Paul Walter Hauser? Paul Walter Hauser, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I didn't get a chance to meet him. That was the the ref. The ref's got control of this. That was the gentleman that started this whole thing. He was out there. He called me out. I was signing autographs on the side. Look what he's about to do to the... To the pole here. Yeah, he's going to work no. on your leg. Look at that. He's, he's dragging me. War pig, please. He's dragging me. Nick Moralda is there. Phil's there. Oh, no. Slar oh, no. Monster's there. Oh, no. Oh, no. I told the boys to stand back, but I didn't know this was going to happen. Look at the guy with the sleeveless front row. He wanted to see that. Oh, no. He wanted to see that. Jesus. Look, got so paparazzi all around. How many WrestleMania titles does Warpig have? The camera people are really kind he's of... He's pretty good, bro. No selling this. Warpig is pretty good. So this is how Samoa Joe wow. started his career? Oh, no. no Samoa Joe is already a champion ah, at this point. Look, he's, breaking, he's breaking my leg. He's breaking my leg. Why doesn't the ref stop this? Oh, this he, he was counting. Bad. I don't know if there's Nick in the back there. Do you make a comeback here, I'm assuming? Buddy, what do you think? Yes. Yeah. He won. Do you, you think I'm smarter than a stupid fucking I pig? Can't. Yeah, Wait, I'm currently... Where is this at? Mania? Charleston, West Virginia. Yeah, oh, Charleston's made South Charleston Community Center. People said I, you know, didn't earn my right Worth to it. do WrestleMania. You oh, don't really? think so? I'm wrestling in front of forty people. How about that? How old are you? Twenty-one. The uh, look at me. He's going to attack the leg, isn't he? Is yeah. he going to do that again? Don't do it. Uh, I don't think so. Oh. Oh. I was playing possum, you fucking pig. Yep. I told you guys that this whole time. Shattered his elbow. I was working this guy. Look at him. Look at a pig. You think that pig can handle falling from that? It's war pig. No. Dog. A little respect. Warpig is in elite shape, obviously. Yeah. Well, this oh, was. Uh, uh, oh, oh no! Oh, who was that? BWH got you. Oh, oh no! Super kick got you. Oh, oh! I didn't expect that. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, right. thought I had the Warpig with the super kick for sure. You know what I mean? Thought I had him. Look at his disrespect. One, one cop. He doesn't care. He backs off. He says, "Let me hear it to the oh, crowd." Come on. Place is going fucking nuts. What is, why is there so much blood on him? What's he been killing and eating? He's People. a war pig. He came out of a lab. <laughs> was Nick Ebo back then? Uh, he had longer hair. So I think he just Where is Another like chop. That. You'll see him. Another chop. This guy's beating the shit out of me, isn't he? He Dang. thinks he's got me. Ah-ah! Oh! 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 Kick to the balls right in front of the ref. Doesn't call it. Must not have thought I'd do that. I would. <laughs> I would. Boom! Oh! oh. Right to the forehead. Ooh. Temple. He was- and down goes Warpig. We just See won. Ya. We get out of here. There's, there's Phil on the way out to get the car. Slaw monster. Oh, oh, he's limping out of there. Oh, Nick, get me out of here. See ya. Wait, is that yeah. Phil with the long hair, too? No, nah, that's Slaw monster. Phil was out of there first fifth? before everybody, obviously. Phil was first one out the door. I think he was oh getting the gosh. car, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I had to handle my what business a, down there. What a match. Good match. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sure. Better luck next that. time, Warpig. Yep. Yeah. You got him to drain all his energy. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was playing possum. rope a Yeah. Got his ass. What a match. Thank you. I was undefeated that for was a long incredible. time. Mm-hmm. Is Warp Pig still doing it in that location? War Pig's moved up. Yeah. yeah. You familiar with WWE superstar Drew McIntyre? Because that's War Pig now. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> He's a little more calculated. Yeah. Big deal. As I was driving down there for that autograph <laughs> signing, and then we learned of that particular show happening at the same time I'm going to be in that city. And I'd watched one of their shows when they came to Morgantown, West yeah. Virginia, like an indie wrestling thing. One had a bunch of beers. Hilarious time. Uh, Pondo, Madman Pondo is his name. He's a deathmatch guy. He, uh, I think he stapled um, 
I forget something to his forehead. Mm -hmm. And then this whole thing. So we go down there, and I'm doing the autograph signing, and there's this wrestling thing. Had an agent at the time, you know, good guy. I still talk to him, named Eddie. Uh, not a guy who's supposed to have an agent, but that this is what you do. You get an agent. So I'm talking to him on the way down there, and we're like, we're going to stop by this wrestling show, too. And he was, do not get in the ring, okay? We do not need these NFL people thinking anything about you, okay, like in this fashion. You have a couple underages, you know, mm-hmm. at West Virginia. There's already some conversations. They do not need to think that you're willing to break your entire body just a couple months before, you know, the draft happens or whatever. I'm like, you got it. You know what I mean? Of course. As soon as we get there. I mean, it couldn't have been less than a minute after we got there. Like, hey, you think about a little angle tonight? I'm like, absolutely. What, what, are, we, <laughs> yeah, what, are, we what are we What are we? thinking here? And uh, Warpig, to his credit, afterwards, he came up to me and said, let's go shake their hands. Oh, that's nice. Oh, and really? He came up, shook my hand. That's classy. Yeah, I just signed some autographs, how the whole thing started. Got called in the ring, obviously. And cool. it was a good night. It was a good day. Should I take the chair? No, I'm going to leave it. Okay. Just didn't know if you wanted it. So I go in there, War Pig, though, immediately afterwards, to his credit, shakes my hand and offers me two cigarettes. Wow, wow. nice guy. What a guy. Peace treaty. So I'm not a big Sig guy, but in the moment, felt like I had to. Yeah, you did. For sure. Yeah, you did. Hell yeah. Love you, War Pig. So I was undefeated for a long time. Long time. Long time. Decade. But that was before, you know. I just wanted to see, you know, if the whole NFL thing doesn't work out. Do we sure. want to get in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We do. I hurt. It hurt. It hurt. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah next, four pick. next day, it was no, well, not only with chops in the mm-hmm. the knee that he right. was trying to break. Yeah. But the old, I took some real bumps. Oh, yeah. Big oh, bumps. Yeah. I took some big bumps. Oh, yeah. Just treating it like it's a trampoline. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like a trampoline. Whoa, boom. Slammed your ass down. Oh, my yeah. God. Two by fours down there. Yeah, there is. And those two-by-fours? Do not budge. You know what does budge, though? What's that? This football right up here. Oh, yeah, Chuck. Whenever it goes through that hoop right over there. You go. Because Chuck Pagano can spin it with the best of them. Chuck, how about 20 people $500? Okay. How about it, Chuck? Chuck? How do you feel about it? Do you feel like the arm's loose? Were you warming up earlier in your flannel? Through a couple. Feel good. Okay. Okay. Here you go, Chuck. Let's go, Chuck. Ball's flat. Check ball. This is the best ball. Come on, Chuck. Best ball, first ball. Uh, all you got to do, which one? This one. Mm-hmm. You got a great day today. This one's tough. Sure, sure, sure. This is the Alabama ball you put in, it was almost an omen. Yeah. Seriously. Whenever you made that. For the playoff. Now, on this particular side, you time. know what to do. Save it. You know how to operate. You also know how to pick these games on Thursday Night Football. 8-3-1 mm-hmm. and one against the spread. Tonight, you got the Steelers minus 6 at home against the New England Patriots. And when this ball goes in, not only is that the universe telling us you're right, but also 20 people five. Hell, hell, hell yeah. yeah AJ, any final thoughts here for Coach before he throws this ball for the universe, for the people? You know what? I don't know. Last time I believe Chuck drained one. You ended up hitting one nothing but net eventually, but it was like fifth or sixth ball. I think you might drain this first ball, Chuck. Okay. okay. Here you go. Kayfabe. Come on, Chuck. Here we go. Coach Pagano. First ball. 20 people! Oh, that was in. So close. That was in. Good line. So good line. Close. Good that line. was an aggressive line. Yeah. yeah. That was an aggressive line. Here we go. Here Where's we go. Your spot on there? Top right paint. Like a layup. Yeah. Top right corner. Chuck, now, with this first shot that you're about to take here, this first one, it's... Not only for 20 people to win $500, mm-hmm. but it's also for Connor to be wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey tomorrow. That's true. Because it would be 
an absolute hammer Dad. on the Steelers minus six if you were to make this shot because that's how you feel the game is going to go tonight. So that means if they're minus six, that means they're going to win, which means con man has to wear a Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Steelers jersey tomorrow. Yep. That would mean a lot of great things for all of us, Chuck. In the flannel, watching the Lumberjacks, don't only do it for them. Do it for the people. On, 20 man. of them. $500! Ooh, little high on that corner. Yeah, right idea. Right idea. Come on, sir. Right idea. Come on, Chuck. You got, right you got Come it. You got it. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold oh, on. Good pump fake. Good pump fake. AJ, I think it needs another couple words here. Positivity from the state of Ohio. So, Chuck, where did you get that flannel from? Do you know? <laughs> get on back there. <laughs> Put, it. Put it on the... Put on the marquee. Put it on the marquee. Uh, I believe this is from REI. Oh, nice. oh, oh fancy! That's store. nice stuff. Rummaging everywhere, inventions. Doing a little shopping for nice. the misses and the kids. Oh, oh. no surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. What'd you no, get? Them? They tell me they like that Viore stuff. Who? Viore. Nice. Mm, love that. What's Christian. what's our? You know that Viore gear? Oh, Chris, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Christian Viore. Yeah. The best. I don't. So what is that? What is Viore gear? Is that a Viore gear there? No. I like believe athleisure is... clothing. Hmm? I can't pronounce it. Okay. Athleisure. Yeah, we go. I mean, Lombardi K-U-H-L, can't pronounce it. K-U-H-L, cool, cool. Oh, K-U-H-L, that cool. that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Man, that's cool. 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 That is cool. That's not Viore, that's cool. That's cool. Oh. That is cool. Oh, oh, oh. 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 who's stepping? There. Easy there. All right, Ric Flair, here's the deal. You do yeah. look Chandler, cool. your ass. Yeah, you got a fight. Yeah, he did. I saw that at a bar. It was definitely real, too. Yep. Man, that was I'm not fire. happy about it. No, I, I like Iron Mike Chandler. Yeah, I obviously love Ric Flair. Right? Yeah, they're in there brawling. Was that in Indianapolis? Where was that? Looked like it. <laughs> Chuck Pagano, twenty people, five hundred dollars in your coup flannel. First try. Yeah, we're getting Ooh. a little farther away from here, coach. There's another one right there. I'm just feeling too cool right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Looks just, cool. Just guided in. How cool do you feel right now, Chuck? He just threw it again. That wouldn't have counted. Nah, that's the worst one yet. Could you imagine if that goes in? I, w- I was just picking up a stick, picking up the twine. No, no, it would have been. Uh, it wouldn't have counted. No, no, no. You got to get. Yeah, the- yeah, you get a bonus ball. No, the Duke. No, keep the Duke. Yeah, that ball. By the way, Chuck 63. Did you see how athletic he is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. good. Got the on clouds and the coup. He yeah. does look good. And the coup. Yeah. Very cool. Chuck, you look cool. Chuck should carry a chain wallet. I know it's his mic cord hanging down, but he should carry a chain wallet. He looks yeah. sweet. Oh, my Sick. God. That would be cool. That would be very cool. If you wanted to be cooler, I think you drop that chain wallet in there. Think about Maybe it. get an ear pierced, too, with the nose. Oh, oh so please. Do- Prince Albert, do it all. Well. No, I'm not talking about Prince Albert. You hear what he said? You know what that is, Prince Albert? You know, You're going to learn today. Now. He's talking about getting your... Uh, getting the, just, t- the tip of your penis pierced. Yeah. Urethra. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens, that Chuck. Happens. It's out there. It's out there, Chuck. We didn't create that. Google it. No way. Yeah, it has happened. Yeah. A- AJ, Chuck, come on now. People actually, people actually go. Picker? People mm-hmm. get the ear, the nose, and that done, and then they just connect, they connect the chain. From yep. the All three. Yeah. They just walk around. And what would be the benefit of that? Well, they say. They say. You ever see uh, 300? That's what Aphrodite had. The king of uh, Xerxes. Xerxes. Ho! Ho! Yeah, a good movie. Gerard Butler. I do not have it. Uh, I have met somebody that does. And, really? Uh, yeah. They, um... Bit of a weirdo? Yep. 
Okay. Really? And I think they regretted it too. They did not. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Right. Yeah. I don't doubt it. I believe. Hmm. I believe they regretted it. We're not saying you should, but 63, you never know. Think about it. Think about it. Chuck Pagano. <laughs> Chuck no piercings. Do you have any piercings? Right, help with the lifter. Oh, yeah. Chuck, have any tattoos? Chuck, you tatted up? You, you cool on your skin? No tats. Me neither. Mm. Nice. My wife just got another cool tat. She's super couple dogs. Pretty cool. I saw. Yeah, she's super doggies. cool. Yeah, she's got two, yep. do, two very cool. Not Chuck, right? Cool. They look Don't great, man. too. Very good. The yeah. artist is phenomenal. Yeah. Hannah, I believe, is the name of the artist. Sam's got a bunch of really cool, cool. Yeah. tattoos. Yeah. That is cool. Shout out to Hannah. Hannah and Child. How about Heather? Shout out. Heather, the, With the apple. Heather uh, draws my blood. Yeah. See where I'm at? She brought Shout an apple out. crisp in. Mm-hmm. Gluten free yeah. apple crisp in. Tasty. Tasty. Delicious. Chuck had a full conversation with this lady about uh, what apples were used inside of it. So she says, uh, Hey, I know you guys are trying to eat a little healthy, but it is the holidays. Mm-hmm. I brought you guys an apple crisp. He goes, Is grandma's uh, apples? Granny Apple Smith? Yeah. Oh, she said, Granny, Granny Smith. And you were like, I like the Fuji's. Yep. Oh, boy. Fuji's are good. The yeah, apple drop. Full on. I'm with you. The grannies are a little too granular for me. They're all good. I was sitting in the middle of a full on. Apple yeah. debate. The texture. Of a Washington apple guy bad myself. Texture on a granny. Yeah, no, this, this wasn't bad. This was good. Gluten free. <clears throat> For the gluten-free apple crisp. I was a little bummed out they weren't Fuji. <laughs> you did. You told her that. While she was drawing my blood, he's like, not Fuji's. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, oh, oh. I judging her right there. Yeah, he was bummed out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's let her know he's bummed out. <laughs> you know who's bummed out right now? Who's mm-hmm. that? The 25 people. Yeah. Yep. Who don't even know that they're about to win $500. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Their whole holiday season is about to change yeah, by a man who's wearing a super cool, cool. flannel. Yep. So cool. The people's coach, Chuck Pagano. If you make that ball into that hoop over there, 25 people, $500 on this December 7th, 2023, going into the holiday season for the people. Oh, thought that was it. Look good. Do, 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 do. Back again. Go. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck, a little trip down memory lane just like you did there. See, I missed a lot. Well, Chuck, see, Team USA like wasn't playing their best hockey, and then they went to the streets, and they got taught, you know, st- stick, gloves, yeah. shirt. Some and, street ball. Yeah, and they yeah. got back on track. Yeah. They did. Yeah, the Jeopardy kids went and hung out with the Wheel of Fortune kids for a few moments, and all <laughs> of a sudden go. everything got figured <laughs> out. Yep. Picked up a teammate, actually. 25 people, $500 if you bury <laughs> this Duke into that hoop right over there, Chuck Pagano. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. We got, we got right the Bama ball still. There's also a, I see another football in front of that podium as well. All right. No, no, the no, 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 no. The other side. Uh, that one's flat. You probably won't make that one. Yeah, just national championship ball. <laughs> Here we go. Fuck it. Let it eat. 
Just let it eat. Toss that thing. Bang it off the bricks. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if there's any ball that has good juice right now, it's a national (laughs) championship one. Nothing but positive things have been said about the college football playoff over the last week or so. That's right. So that means that ball wants 20 people to win. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Chuck, you just need to put it into its hole. Come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Send it home, Chuck. Ladies and gentlemen, 36 years of coaching. 36 years of throwing the defensive backs in practice. Uh It's paying off right now. Spin that thing, Chuck Pagano. All right. Oh, right. Off there. Okay. Look okay on my end. Bama over here. We still got the Bama. That's the one he's two for. Yeah. Whoa, that, that one's tiny. That You see this ball well. Yeah, he yeah. does. You feel that ball well. Yep. That ball told us that Alabama was going to be in the college football playoff yep. last week whenever you threw it. What would it tell us this week? Well, let's say 20 people win $500, Chuck, hmm. before we go into the holiday season. Bama ball! Oh, oh my, I thought it was it. Yeah, me too. All right, it was a hell of a performance. Yep, good we'll work, see you Chuck. next week. Yep. We'll see you next week. All right, we're going to get the hell out of here. AJ, thank you for today. You did fantastic, pal. Thanks. You guys did great. Jeff Passan, way to go. That baby Jet. Coach Saban, hell yeah. Michael Lombardi, add a baby. Try to call Brett Michaels. Obviously, don't have his contact. Sure. But tonight, we got a big one. He's on the Steelers minus six, Chuck Pagano. I'm on the Steelers minus six. A.J. Hawk is on the Patriots plus six. That feels like the smart play, which is why I'm going with the Steelers minus six. It's that time of year. Let's enjoy this game, even though it might be a snoozer. I'll be live from Gillette tomorrow. The boys will be here. We can't thank you enough for everything. You're the best humans on earth for allowing us to do this for a living. Earth. The whole earth. That's right. The whole entire earth. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of it. Every bit of it. From one side of this earth all the way around mm-hmm. back to that one point. Yep. On earth. Yep. That's right. You're the best people. We appreciate you. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. It might change your life. Goodbye.